Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. My name is Crash, and these are the boys. Is that girl a boy, too? Yes. They have a girl drummer. This song is called, I Am So Sad. I am so very, very sad. Goes a little something like this. Thank you. Not a race, guys. All right, this next song goes out to the guy who keeps yelling from the balcony. It's called We Hate You, Please Die. Sweet. Love this one. So welcome to Dearly Debated, the show where you're entitled to your opinion, even if it's wrong. <laughs> I'm Nathaniel. Oh, hang on, hang on. Sorry. Let me try this again. Uh, I'm Nathaniel <laughs> Levinson, uh, and with me are... Uh, Greg. Yeah, don't worry about the last name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I am Ashley. There are way too many CW shows, Thomas. Amen, sister. So... So I did not have time to prepare my usual shtick. So um, no this week in history, maybe no no alternate dimensions. No alternate dimension did memo. you guys get my name by the way? The whole like didn't make it to the last name. Ah, uh, got Dang, it. Got that, was, it. that was too okay. shrouded. And uh, yeah, no, no, I got it's it. okay. I got it um, because I I'm a I'm a, I'm a hyper genius <laughs> from the planet. You use your food powers. Yes. And you <laughs> um, but so yeah, so uh, I I thought I would talk about. My trip to St. Louis, where oh. I discovered something wonderful. Oh boy! So, uh, St. Louis is in Missouri, and in Missouri, <laughs> is that what I've, been, I've been to St. Louis a few times. I, I guess I should preface this for those listeners who, who <laughs> don't know our geographical location. We're in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's a little in way Charlotte, from North Carolina. You have to buy your liquor in a liquor store, in an ABC government-owned Uncle Sam liquor store. In South Carolina and Tennessee and Georgia, you can go to liquor stores like your frugal mcdougals or your package stores or things like that in missouri you go to the grocery store nice and the grocery store has liquor and what this means is when we went to trader joe's there was trader joe's brand whiskey really Really? i have have heard tales of the trader joe's and like the sam's club brand whiskey which is apparently cast off of other more prominent whiskey makers i can't speak to its origins but what I can tell you is that I got four bottles, okay. and it was under $80. Yeah. Oh, wow. So we picked up the organic gin, which I have upstairs. It's pretty good. Okay. The single malt scotch, Trader Joe's brand single malt scotch, which I have not opened yet because I'm giving it to a friend. Okay. The Trader Joe's winter weeded bourbon, and the Trader Joe's Tennessee whiskey. I gave the Tennessee whiskey and the weeded bourbon to my brother who lives in um, Rome, Georgia. But, of course, we tried them. Mm-hmm. Both really good. The Tennessee whiskey, 
shockingly good. Really? Especially for something with a plastic top that costs 15 bucks. And so I, I am a Tennessean, full disclosure, and I don't like Tennessee whiskey as well as I like other whiskey because it, they use too much corn, typically. And so it has like kind of a burny aftertaste that I don't care for as um, much. I think it may be because, so Tennessee whiskey is filtered over charcoal. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it, ten- one of the things that makes it Tennessee whiskey. Right. So, and plus Jack Daniels is like not, Jack Daniels is one of the whiskeys where I would drink and be like, this should be worth, this should be, I should, they should charge me $20 for this bottle. Right, right. instead of 40 yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm a little, I'm anti-Jack Daniels, not mm-hmm. because I think it's a bad product, mm-hmm. but because I think you overcharge for it. Same right. with Crown Royal. Um, Crown Royal was like a cheap whiskey mm-hmm. and they weren't selling much. And so they literally just like tripled their price and started selling gangbusters because people don't understand how liquor works. No. Um, Glen Fittish is the way to go, man. Glen Fittish is pretty good. I, I'm a uh, Lagavulin, Lagavulin 16 kind of guy. Yeah, but Lagavulin 16 is I know, my wallet does not like it. <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> I, yeah. Lagavulin 16 hits that perfect mixture of the, the smokiness. Mm-hmm. It's like that, that perfect level of smoke. I love the Froig, which is like kind of like drinking a campfire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I do love it, but it's intense. Okay, I, I, I've like had just a wee dram of Lafroig before, and I, I enjoyed that as well mm-hmm. because I like the smoke. Yeah. And today we're going to talk about something that's... Um, this this one is probably the most subject to opinion. There's nothing objective about this. Not really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and what we're talking today about is uh, quitting. <laughs> we're quitters. We call it quitting. And we quit. So... <laughs> I got this idea. Like a step in the right direction, Cause, considering cause we, like life yeah. decisions. We, like, I'm not going to sit in front of my TV anymore. You <laughs> quitter. Well, okay, but but if we want to be realistic, I'm not going to watch this show. I'm going to watch right something, this is something that is different. Very true. So we're, we're not gonna, getting up from the couch. We're just turning the channel. Yeah. Today we're talking about television shows that we stopped watching and never finished. Specifically, television shows that we stopped watching because something happened in the show or the show took a direction or, you know, whatever that made us stop liking the show. And this has different degrees. And I've talked about, right, on the Batman episode, I talked about why I stopped watching The Flash on CW, which I'll, I'll reiterate in a, in a little bit. But um, this, this I feel like, is the most subjective thing we've talked about because what might have killed the show for someone, someone else might have just struggled through, even if you agree, you might have stopped, kept watching it. Right. Um, and so, you know, depending on how long we go, we can also branch into stuff like, I hated it, but I just struggled through the, through to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, or uh, I don't want to talk about, well, it was great up until the finale. I think that's its own episode. We'll save that. Sure. And um, this, is, this is TV shows specifically, not movie series. We right? can talk about movie series as well, but I, I'm, my focus is primarily on TV sure. shows because... Yeah. For, for most, movie series are so much shorter mm-hmm. that if you're like, well, there were three movies, I watched the first two and I hated the second one, but let's see if the third one redeems it. Yeah. Whereas the show is like, well, I watched four seasons and I hate it now, so I don't want to watch another four seasons. So we'll stick with TV for now, but if, you know, depending on how, how time goes, uh, we can branch out. So so I'll just get us started since I started this. And I wrote myself a list so I wouldn't forget. Yay! And I'm going to start with the CW shows. Okay, so there were three w- CW shows that I watched. Three W shows. And three CW shows that I quit. And all for subtly different reasons. Flash, Supergirl, and Arrow. I'll start with Supergirl because that's the that's probably the easiest one to explain. I, I stopped watching Supergirl because Supergirl is just a really boring character, and <laughs> the, the CW show really didn't do a whole lot to make her interesting. And 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 the actress who played her, no idea who I don't know any of the names of any of these people on the shows, but she didn't do a terrible job. But they had, um, I mean, like. 
the right like she she ne- like her adversity was so non-adverse. I was mm-hmm. like, you're Supergirl. And and what 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 I what made me sad about the show was all the other characters were really interesting. Mm-hmm. So they had uh, Black Jimmy Olsen who becomes Guardian. That was really cool. They had Martian Manhunter. They had Cyborg Superman. They had Miss Martian. Um, I think Red Tornado showed up. So they had like a lot of Justice League stuff going on, like second tier Justice League stuff. So I was really 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 into that. But I don't know. It just, I just, I just couldn't, I just didn't have the willpower to go and keep watching the show because it was focused on a character that just was kind of milk toast. Um, and also it had probably the worst coming out episode or series of episodes I've ever seen on television where Supergirl's sister goes through like this whole struggle of coming out and, and she's like, oh, I, you know, I have these feelings and she gets literally zero backlash. Like, there's, li- there's no conflict. The conflict is completely made up by her, because literally everyone she encounters is like, well, good for you. <laughs> and I'm like, wait. And she's, she's like, oh, internal struggle. Oh, what, what, what will my mother think? And my mother's like, yeah, I'm fine with this. <laughs> and so I was like, what was the conflict here? You spent so much time telling me that, like, she's telling me there's conflict, and all the other characters are telling her, no, there's no conflict here. Like, we don't, this doesn't, none of the, your, this decision of yours does not bother us. I think it's entirely possible that if you are anticipating there will be conflict, you have already, like, thought through, like, oh, this is going to be awful. And, like, you've built it up so much in your head. And then when there's sure, not sure. conflict. But, I mean, to be fair, yeah. I've only watched the pilot for Supergirl. Yeah. But, but, so and, and, I, I, I didn't get that far. I didn't know what happened. And at least as far as I saw it, it didn't seem like a, she was, she like, she was having an issue, like a narrative dissonance in her head of what she was expecting versus what she encountered. It was, she was acting as though there was resistance when in reality there was, there was mm-hmm. none. So it was like, they were acting in two different coming out stories. I gotcha. Whereas I thought Brooklyn Nine-Nine had a really good coming out story with, um, with Detective Rose, Rosa, Rosa yeah. where you had both aspects of it. And so there was struggle because there was resistance, not from her friends who were fully accepting of her, but from, you know, um, her, her, her parents, parents right? which Danny Trejo as her parent was, that was so... He's so... Oh, he's he's just so fun in everything he's, that he's, he's in. He's, yeah. Danny Trejo is just like a fantastic... And he, he's like the perfect... Well, he's the perfect guy to play Rosa's dad, too. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's like like the Hollywood, like, I'm going to be your tough guy in the background yeah. of every single yeah. movie you've ever watched, he, ever. He actually has a rule, like, if he plays a bad guy, that bad guy has to die. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because he's like... Bad, well, he, apparently he, he spent some time in jail, mm-hmm. and he, he it was like a miserable experience for him. And so when he, he's acting, he, when he, he plays a bad guy, he, they either have to die or like go to jail or something. Like mm-hmm. they have to be basically be punished thoroughly at the end because he's like, I don't want kids to see me on TV and think that he's, this is okay. Right. Um, and of course, he was in Spy Kids and he was awesome in that. Yeah. <laughs> Machete. Machete don't text. Uh, those movies were bad. I, <laughs> I, 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 Not I Spy saw... Kids, Machete. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, they oh, made I, those? I yeah. don't know Plural? what that is. Yeah. Uh, so Machete was like a trailer in a Grindhouse movie, um. and then they made an actual Machete movie with Danny Trejo, and it was not great. Got it. It was funny, but it was not great. So that's why I stopped watching Supergirl. Uh, Flash, I've already talked about why I stopped watching it. I think Caitlin turning evil was just didn't make any sense, and so as soon as they threw out what they had established as, as far as how power superpowers work, I was like, then... None of it matters because people aren't ma- if people aren't making choices about how they use their superpowers, then it's not interesting. Because it was like, oh, you get a superpower, you turn evil. Are you actually evil if if you know you're a robot that someone programmed to like, hey, you know, you program a robot to kill someone, is the robot evil? No, because they had no choice. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, good and evil require choice. Um, so if your powers turn you evil, that's not interesting as like, oh, I got these powers. Do I use them for good? Do I use them for bad? Yeah, so I got really annoyed with that and, and just fell off for me. And then Arrow, Arrow, the first two seasons were so good. Really? Really, I thought the first two seasons were <laughs> because so Because Arrow's on my list, too, and I'll... I'll, I'll when did I'll you talk. stop... Okay, when did you stop watching Arrow? I think I finished the la- the first season. You didn't get to the second season? Second I season? hear a lot of people yeah, actually, are, say yeah. what you say, where they're like, the first two seasons were good. And uh, yeah, uh, but you, you go ahead and no, so talk you about st- why you... Okay, you stopped watching earlier than I did, so you okay. say why you stopped watching. All right, so I started watching Arrow because, one, I've collected comic books since I was six, both Marvel and DC. I like both. I tend to favor Marvel, but I had so many friends that really loved Arrow. Uh, one of my best friends, it's like her, one of her hugest fandoms. She's uh, She writes about it, loves Arrow. So I was like, okay, well... If Julie loves Arrow so much, I should I should I should give it a give it a try. I've been meaning to watch it anyway. It's just it's been on the list. I just haven't gotten to it yet. I I think I finished the first season. I can't remember if I watched the last episode or not, but it was so soap opera y um that I I was just like, I'm just really not feeling it. Um and I think Oliver Queen is an interesting character. And I really, really love Felicity Smoke. And I know she's kind of depending on which if you're you know, you're reading a comic or watching the show, you, you've got two different Felicity Smokes, but I love, love, love the Felicity Smoke uh in the in the TV show. I think she's awesome. Um as an awkward nerdy girl. I, I found her very entertaining and relatable. Um but I it was just so soap opera y and then what I know because uh, I, you know, I'm a staff writer for Fangirlish. All the DC shows get a lot of coverage on Fangirlish because we, we're all comic book people. The way the the series ended and the way CW structured these crossovers to where basically they're driving the whole show towards the crossover and disregarding character development and other things like that. The way everybody talked about it, how dissatisfying it was at from a story perspective, uh, that it just completely turned me off to finishing Arrow or watching any of the other CW, DCCW shows that uh, I'd intended to watch, like Flash or Supergirl and Black Lightning, all that other stuff. Though I've heard really good things about Black Lightning, I don't think it crosses over as I don't, much. I don't remember. I watched a couple episodes of Black Lightning, but because it wasn't, I didn't have like an app to watch it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't end up finishing it. I, I enjoyed the couple episodes I watched. Mm-hmm. I think like if I do go and watch any of them, I'll probably watch Legends of Tomorrow just because they go do retro things. And I like slightly old things. And also Legends of Tomorrow, while not completely, does distance itself from the soap opera. Right. And honestly, that's so that's a theme that kind of runs through all the CW shows. It's yeah. like, well, Smallville worked. Yeah, I, that's, what, that's, that's what I haven't finished. Oh, 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 oh. And, and honestly, that's the, the angst. Yeah. As kind of it was like kind of an underlying factor which I was tolerating. Right. But then there were you know when they when they started making stupid writing decisions, I was like, okay, now your angst is is no yeah. you have no place here. Yeah. So he so gets yeah, I was one just of us. <laughs> no, I was just so dissatisfied. I was like, I was like, this is really soap opera. Either like, well, it doesn't get any. It, it gets even more. I was like, no, I can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm ever going to go back and revisit that one, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I would recommend. I would, I would, I would say watch Arrow season two. Okay. Because in the first season, I think his angst is a little justified because oh, like, he just got off an island. Yeah. And, and you know, he's if, if he wasn't things. angsty, we, I should. And be then, concerned. and then, <laughs> did you did you actually see the end of the first season? I think I did. There's a super important thing that happens, like. In the last episode, okay, that I don't want to spoil, okay. but it's super, it's super driving factor in how Oliver changes. 
over the course of the next season. And the next, the second season, Deathstroke is the main villain. Right, and, and I was really kind of interested in that good. just because it's, I loved Teen Titans yeah, back yeah. in the day. Uh, yeah, same. I was yeah. like, he was like, I'm Slade. I was like, oh my god! Yeah! yeah. Um, I like Slade. <laughs> yeah, the second season is really good. And, and so, so one of the problems I, I had was, you know, in the first season he says, uh, after, uh, you know, I spent five years on the island. And then in the third season, they change what he says. He says, I spent five years in hell. Because in the third season, he leaves the island and goes to, like, Shanghai. And so, and so, okay. So one of the problems is, and this is just lazy writing. And uh, if we if we talk about Chuck, Chuck kind of did this, where although he did it in a, in a way that wasn't obnoxious, it was just kind of like a bit ridiculous towards the end, where you know the villains in the first episode, in the first season are actually a subsection of the villains in the second season, who are actually a subset of the villains in the third season. And you know, like every every season, it's the bad guy who was actually controlling things, and that was the bad guy who was actually controlling. So it's, it's almost like if. If, you know, Vader in episode five was like the emperor and then in episode six, the emperor was like the super emperor. <laughs> and then episode seven was like the ultra emperor. <laughs> and then episode eight was like, it was actually Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it does that. It, 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 it does that in, in a way that um, annoys me because I should probably close my email, huh? You gotta, um, I went and checked my Netflix while you were doing that. I actually, I... I got to episode 20 in season one. I did not even finish season yeah, one. Yeah, you need to finish season one because the last okay. two episodes are pretty darn good, I would okay. say. Um, All right. Yeah, there's some stuff that happens that's, again, it, it was it was shocking. I, I, I thought it was fairly shocking moment. Although, <laughs> there is a very shocking moment in season one <laughs> that gets comic booked really hard in it, later seasons in a way that's... For, for, for the, the layman listening, can you... Uh, define comic booked? Yes, please. Uh, they made a choice about a character, and then they just erased it and gave basically no explanation for it. Um, they did, they, they, and the explanation was... Uh, I, don't, I don't want to spoil it. But, okay, watch the end of Got season it. one okay. and watch season two. I'll report And back. then when you when you find that, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. When they, they basically hand wave away, they're like, well, we wanted him to come back. So Got it. Okay. You know, we, we, we wanted this character to make this decision, even if it doesn't make sense with anything else that, that they've done before. So we're just going to be like, oh, you know, I ate a bad hot dog this morning and so my brain's not working. So I make this decision and then it literally, like, <laughs> has no impact on the rest of the show other than I need this character to make this decision now. It's, it's just bad writing. Okay. Um, which kind of plagues the CW shows a lot. Yeah. But, so season two happens. And, and then, of course, it was, it, was a, it was a build up of a lot of things. But the main thing was, in, like, every single season... Oliver is, like, directly connected to what's happening based on what happened to him five years ago. Which is, of course, a bit silly. It gets really silly. Like, the first two years, it makes sense. Because it's, like, dealing with stuff directly from when he was on the island. Mm -hmm. And then, see, episode three... Episode three. Season three, they, like, move him off the island to Shanghai so he interacts with this plot device that's in season three. And I'm like, so he wasn't on the island all five years? Like, it, it makes no sense. Got it. And then what repeatedly happened was... Oliver would have some information and would withhold that information and that would get other people hurt. He'd be like, I didn't tell you because I wanted to protect you. And it's like, did that work the last five times you've done it? And no one, no one says, okay, that's stupid. Don't do that. What, look what happened last time. No one says that. They're just like, well, you know, I can't believe you don't trust me. But no one says, haven't you done this before? Are you just like, maybe, maybe we need to like change how we operate? No one takes a step back and thinks, hmm, you know, not telling everyone what's going on didn't work and really didn't work and maybe got people killed and, you know, maybe led to all these disasters. Maybe, instead of that, I should try 
but they never like, okay, guys, you remember last time how, you know, I knew X, Y, and Z, and I didn't tell you, and that led to all these problems? Well, now I know A, B, and C, and I'm going to tell you so that we don't run into these problems later. And you're not going to like these things, but I'm going to tell you anyways, because you're adults, and I've, you can process your emotions, and we can work through this, but no one reacts like an adult to information that's, that's you know, potentially negative. They're all just like, I can't believe you would do this! Like, I can't love you anymore. Like, I'm sorry. I, I, I said I, I said I threw a tin can in, in the garbage. No, you didn't recycle. No! <laughs> right? It's like the, it's the, it's the, it's the soap opera. It, it overtook the good parts of the show, and so I quit Arrow. So all the CW hero shows, except Legends of Tomorrow, which distanced itself enough with the goofiness. Well, it, it did have some of that. It distanced itself enough with the goofiness that I was able to keep watching Legends of Tomorrow. But. Yeah. So, Greg, you've been you've been silent. Why don't you give us one of yours? Yeah. Sorry, I, I haven't watched these shows, so I'm kind of like finding ways to jettison myself in, and there weren't any opportunities. So I was like, <laughs> this all sounds interesting. I need to go and watch those shows and then give up on them, like you guys did. Oh, okay. So, uh, I have a little bit of news about myself. I'm not much of a quitter when it comes to TV shows. I'm not either. So, um, can you think of any that you were even like? the bad one? I, I can think of a couple. Uh, and, Let's and, start there. Yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll just start there, um, and we'll start with some of the same, kind of in the same vein, but on the other side. I'm going to start with some of the Marvel uh, Netflix shows. So I I was one of those that got into Daredevil, and then obviously found it very interesting that they were adding these other shows that were eventually going to cross over. I was very excited about that. So I started watching all of them. I watch. I absorb TV a lot differently than movies. Movies, I'm very critical, and I really think it needs to, in itself, be like this really well-made, concise story. TV just needs to melt my brain, and it needs to do it well. And <laughs> like, <laughs> and if you're doing a good job of that, I really don't care. Like, what the heck is going on? So I found all of them to be fairly corny. Like, uh, I mean, Daredevil, the least of which, um, uh, the Punisher, least of which. Definitely uh, had had to just like swallow my throat a little, you know, a little bit for uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist and Jessica Jessica Jones. But I was getting through all of these just to make it to the Defenders, which I liked, and I know a lot of people didn't. And then it was it was season two of Jessica Jones that I just like like I I screeched to a halt, and then I just had to break down. I just watched like a YouTube hey summarize the rest of this (laughs) because I can't watch anymore. But and I mean. So I'll tell you the reasons that, that that happened for me for that season. I mean, I mean, Jessica Jones isn't necessarily like a, 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 a great character to build a story around. Really? I mean, because I have a completely different opinion. Yeah, so, I'm shocked. But. Hold on, yeah. stop, everybody, stop. Greg and I do Greg, Greg and Ashley have <laughs> opposite opinions. This is oh. shocking. We've no, never done a whole podcast episode to Greg and I disagreeing on something. So. I mean, Jessica Jones is, is an interesting character. I mean, she's just kind of rugged, for sure. And and, and they use one aspect of, of TV making, which gets really annoying in a lot of TV shows, which is miscommunication. Which is just... it's oh, just, what I was just it, talking it's, about. It's, it's like, hey, uh, like, uh, uh, why did you punch my friend in the face? And it's like, I'll tell you later. And they walk off. And it's like, literally, if you just told them, the whole entire show would, would pan itself There's out. There's so many movies okay. and shows and that are like, predicated it, it, it's on, hard, like, It's hard to hate on this just because most TV shows 
lot of movies do that, in my opinion, that's pretty lazy just to be like, and then we'll make this be the whole backbone of the whole story. Lost is like the worst defender of this ever. Like, if you've <laughs> ever seen a show, like, literally starting from square one and ending at the end, you're like, not once was anybody honest with each other ever, and that's the only reason there was ever conflict. Whole movie, whole entire show is pointless. But for Jessica Jones, you had a lot of this, and the second season was also like... <laughs> It was just like, let's just give everybody a lot of drugs, and, yeah. so, <laughs> and that's what's going to make everybody yeah, so, super, because she's such like an obscure, kind of odd character that, they, like, they were, I don't know, it felt very and forced, also but they, also, like, they, her, her mom yeah. was the main supervillain. Yeah, but... So, it was tough. It was, it, it was, it was yeah, a tough one to, to get through. I, it was weird, because the first season was interesting, not only because she was actually doing some, like, private detective stuff, right. but because of her relationship with... The villain. Purple Man. Yeah, yeah. Right. Killgrave. Killgrave. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Killjoy, Killmonger, yeah. Kill, Kill, Kill Kilimanjaro. Um, so, so that that's what made it really interesting. You know, the, the, the dynamic right. between him and her. Well, and David Tennant is just. And, yeah, yeah was, he is. He's. He's, yeah, um, <laughs> he's so. But, but I found that she just became yeah. an even more disinteresting character once you removed that aspect, and it was like they tried to build that with her mom, right? Like this is the new villain, and we're going to build more connection with her mom. And uh, that kind of fell flat. And that fell flat on its face, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, yeah that, that rela- the relationship between her and her mother was, I don't know, it was schizophrenic. So, and I, and I understand it was, like, supposed to be because the drugs, like, right. with them. Right, But to, to me, it was it was totally schizophrenic rather than, like, characterally schizophrenic. And I think season two, I don't think season two was terrible. I think it was perfectly watchable. I just don't think it had the oomph that season one had. No, no. Season one, uh, like, I, from what I had heard about Jessica Jones, I was expecting her to be my least favorite of the Defenders, and she's Well, actually, then Iron Fist came out. She's actually my most favorite. I didn't hate Iron Fist. It was, see, Iron Fist was, like... Iron Fist the was second slow. Iron Fist, he's like it redeemed Batman. itself a little bit. It did, but the, the first the, one was the agonizing. first one was so boring. It was like was, you want to watch some was, Iron Fist thing? I, I no, you get to watch I board would, room meetings. Well, you know, he's basically mystical Batman. So yeah, <laughs> um, but he wasn't doing any, and he so he's just not the other thing is character. like all of the <laughs> Iron Fist stuff he did was like fist glow. Like there wasn't yeah. actually any good fighting. Yeah, no, except for the Colleen so, Wing. I yeah, she was great. Yeah, no, I I was talking to my friend Julie my friend who loves Arrow, about Iron Fist after I watched it. And I was like, you know, it was a little bit slow, but I ended up liking it in the end. But I would much rather be watching a Colleen Wings show right. rather right. than an so, Iron Fist show. So there was like a... a now, I, I don't know how much of this is actually accurate because, again, it was like internet stuff. But apparently they were going to hire an Asian-American actor to play Iron Fist. Okay. And then they went with Jon Snow. Uh, no, that's it's Finn not Jones. John Snow. Finn Jones, who's uh, Lord Finn Tyrell. Jones. He plays a very different role. Yes, <laughs> other white guy from Game yeah. of Thrones. Um, um, who and people? And, and, I'm sorry, which one? There's so many white guys from Game yeah. of Thrones. Um, the other one. Yeah, yeah. Um, the blonde and, one. And so, yeah, and so they. Um, and so you know, some people were like, "Hey, you know, you're you're putting you're whitewashing it," and some people were like, "No." Iron Fist is white. Yeah, he's white and, in the comic. Yeah, and and I was like, okay, you know, I don't really care what he was in the comics. And I was like, you know, whatever. It's they cast who they cast. I don't care. But then apparently, when he fights the guy who does the drunken fist, mm-hmm. that's who they were going to cast as Iron Fist. And after that scene, I was like, no, they should have cast him as Iron Fist. Oh, really? <laughs> like, I didn't know that. Okay. Then again, that's what I understand. I may have misread the things, the random stuff I saw on the internet. It's but exactly, from my I, understanding, I, I, the guy who was the drunken fist master that he fought 
that one time was slated to be Iron Man or rumored to to, to be Iron, Iron Man. Man. I am Iron but, Man. But, 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 <laughs> his, but that second, I would watch that. That second season, Iron though, Man. for, for him was. Actual... I haven't watched the second season yet. Please no spoilers. Oh no, no yeah. yeah. But, but his second season, so there's a you guy. Should, you should, and he has this power of the dragon in his fist. Oh sorry. Yeah. So, so the second Dumbledore season, dies. So the second season is actually like pretty good. Like they develop a good villain actually, who he has a lot of past yeah. with. Yeah. And there's actually an interesting dynamic going on between the two of them. They and have there's your boardroom meetings. They have interesting side characters that, that develop in certain ways. The problem I had with Jessica Jones is that they, they had some, some interesting, likable side characters, I think, in the first one. Maybe not my favorites, but like at least they were doing their job. And in the second one, they were just like, let's give them all superpowers. And I was like, ah, like that's such a cop out. Like, like they're doing a great job at being like, like she has her friend who's like, who's like the radio chick that like, like Trish. pop. Yeah, Trish, who's like the pop celebrity chick. She was probably then, the best character. But then the second season, and she's just like, I want to be super too. Yeah, like, yeah that me, was like, a little. And then, and then she has like her little friend down the, like the, the hallway, who was my favorite character, who he's just like, you know, a recovering addict, and again, it's like yeah, yeah. I oh, like yeah, when when shows do a good job at taking characters. Like he had he had no superpowers. He wasn't even a he wasn't like a good PA either. <laughs> like he like he was he was just he was just a f- good friend. Like that's his yeah. only role yeah. is that he played a good friend, yeah. and that he he had his head screwed on straighter than any of the people in the show. You had like the celebrity friend who's freaking out and like constantly on and off drugs, and then you have you you know obviously you have Jessica Jones who's a reckless character and has a lot of problems, and you have him who's kind of the centered one that's like, hey, listen, I'm kind of broken here and I'm working on it. You guys should work on that stuff too. And I'm like, what a great use of a character. And the second one, they're like, nah, I give him superpowers. <laughs> like like let's have let's have him t- like like ingest like the you know the, the whatever super- and we'll also make him <laughs> no one and he also becomes like a better you know private investigator if i remember correctly than like you know yeah. he, he's doing stuff that jessica jones isn't doing and i'm like all right like you're kind of just like you're beefing up these characters in ways that i felt like you did such a good job in this first season and it was like yeah it just seems kind of silly and like the mom also has superpowers like everybody's just punching their holes through walls and so, i'm like all right it's gonna be so one of the things I loved about Defenders, which I, I thought it was fine, I, 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 I didn't like. I said I, I had some fun with Defenders. Yeah, I, I didn't understand the hate. Critical but what TV I show loved, watcher. What I, just... I loved about Defenders was, to me, it really threw in retrospect the fact that um, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones are just really strong. Like they're yeah. actually not fighters. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. just really they're just crazy yeah. strong. So they just kind of you know throw their bodies at people, and just yeah. like swing. Unstoppable force and yeah. immovable object. Exactly. Yeah. And Iron Fist, while he is a good fighter, he's he's almost more of like someone who is trained stylistic fighting rather than someone who is trained for like street fighting. And Daredevil's just like, in, like a ninja. almost like an assassin right. trained fighter. And so when they're fighting, he's the one with arguably the fewest superpowers, and he's, he's outclassing all yeah. of them. Right. Well, well, another thing that I thought the Defenders did well and was exciting was that. They did exactly what you would expect the fans to do with each of the characters. They're like, all right, Iron Fist, you're a dork. Everybody's going to treat you like a dork the whole entire time. Yeah. Okay, uh, Daredevil, you're not going to tell anybody anything for no reason, because that's what your character does for no reason. You don't trust anybody, and everybody's going to get frustrated at you the whole time. Check. And then we have Jessica Jones, who's like, this is whack. I'm out of here. I don't want to be a superhero. And then you're left with Luke Cage and Iron Fist kind of like being boys. <laughs> and they're like, all right, well, let's, well, let's go. And, and to be fair, they were being boys in the comics, too. Yeah. So yeah. That it's was, that it's was, supposed uh, to be Iron higher. Fist and Luke Cage. And, 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 and it all worked out to where it was. I was like, like man, this is kind of how I pictured them coming together. Like Iron yeah. Fist is a dork. Like like Matt Murdock doesn't trust anybody, and he wants to be on his own. Like Jessica Jones is just throwing her hands up and walking away. Like, and then you have really really corny Luke Cage, who's like, "Let's do this, guys. Merry Christmas," or whatever he says. I just I just love when they go to the Chinese <laughs> restaurants. 
And he's like, the signs are on. What are you talking about? I can hear the neon. And they're just like, what is he talking about? <laughs> it's a thing Daredevil can do. I know. But they but they they don't understand. They're just like, oh, he's blind, but he can fight. I think they didn't, they yeah, didn't even yeah, understand he was yeah. blind until he was like, yeah. Blind. He like puts, he puts Jessica Jones like, scarf, scarf on. She's like, you look ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a great scene. Yeah, I, the I, was really, fun. I really but, love So I think, I think all of them, the Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and um, Daredevil, their first seasons were really good, and then they went downhill. And Iron Fist, the first season was like, meh, and then it went uphill. Okay. See, I, I enjoyed Defenders. You see, Daredevil season three, in my opinion, is the best season in any of those shows. Yet. Any of those shows, even Defenders. I thought Daredevil was the most consistent, but I think the first season was the best. Have you seen the third? I think so. With Bullseye? I, say, yeah, I, I think have. so. I have to double check. Say, I, I might have. have, I might have I, in I my opinion, remember. the third is, is, is just like... Is the best rounded series of any of them. His first one is obviously great. The villain who, uh, the, uh, Kingpin is just is the excellent. third season of oh, Daredevil yeah, is after Defenders, offer. right? Third season of Daredevil. Oh yeah, Defenders happened, and then you got season two of all of them, and then you got season three of Daredevil. no, no, season two of Daredevil was before Defenders. Right, I'm saying right. season two of all the other ones, and then season three of Daredevil. Okay, right. maybe I haven't seen season three of Daredevil. You probably, I think, last time I talked to you, you said you hadn't, and I said, dude, you I need to watch, watch it. Then. I think yeah. it's, it's I really enjoyed. I, I enjoyed yeah, Daredevil. I, I, Anyways, I we're not talking about what we enjoy. Check about what? Yeah. This is true. Right. Your turn, Ashley. Okay. Just a real quick defense of Jessica Jones, if I may. (laughs) Um, I I already defended Jessica Jones. (laughs) Well, so what I'll say about Jessica Jones is I was was anticipating not enjoying it just because the show was so dark, and Mm -hmm. um, I personally have a really hard time watching anything that has um, references to like sexual abuse or anything. But the um, what I loved about Jessica Jones is watching her go from this sullen, angry, isolated person who refuses to allow herself to love or be loved because she's afraid of people getting hurt because of what Kilgrave did to her. I loved watching how her character grew and you get that line in the, at the end of the first season. Um, uh, she's like, how will I know? And, you know, it's it's how you. And she, know if really love she says, I'll text you something that I'd never say. Like, I love you. And that's her finally being able to express her, her emotions. And I love like the relationship she has with Trish. It's just ah, so, so good. And I, I hated that. Like at the end of season two, they kind of trashed that a little bit. That's like the only thing I didn't <laughs> yeah. really like about season two. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm, I'm, I haven't watched season three yet. See, the Is reason I haven't three? finished. No, I don't think anything got through season three except Daredevil. I thought. No, I thought Jessica Jones got a third season. Maybe. I, Jessica it Jones did get a third season because there, there's one more that I haven't watched. But um, and like the only reason she I got haven't, a Christmas special. <laughs> Well, the only reason I haven't finished the Marvel Netflix stuff is because that's stuff that Ryan and I typically watch together. And if he and I watch a show together, it takes us 400 years to finish it because I work from home. I'll put the TV on in the background. I'll plow through whatever you want me to for, you know, a couple weeks and I'm good and I'll watch it all. But I I think that's when I'm just going to have to go and finish myself because I don't think he's super interested in it. I still need to finish all the rest of those guys, too. so. So Jessica Jones was like, I'll text you. And his response was, you used to call me on your cell phone. <laughs> Man, I've been all over with the uh, song say, references today. DJ. One point. DJ Khaled. DJ. Another Larson. one. All right. All right. So anyway, you were you were asking one of my shows yes. that I have not. Yes. Non, a non-CW show. A non-CW <laughs> show. So we already talked about Arrow. Check. So one, I, I have four different shows that I've written down. We already talked about Arrow. Two of these shows I will probably go back and, and revisit just with fresh eyes just because it's been a few years but um the first one I had down on my list is New Girl yeah I stopped watching New Girl too yeah and and it's it's funny because there's a lot I really love about New Girl I love Zoe Deschanel mm-hmm. like 
I've only seen like like almost every movie I've ever seen her in makes me adore her. Even more, with the exception of 500 Days of Summer. By the time I finished that movie, I was like, you bitch! <laughs> Word. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know if y'all have seen that movie, but oh, uh, we in at college, it was like our dorm thing. Oh, like, really? We had her, to like, watch her, 500 no, Days. No, we had like her name as a hashtag was like the word. Like I, I even forget her name, but it was like a thing we would walk around uh, saying. Uh, her her name was Summer. Summer. That, that's, that was it. Like it was like I don't know. It was like Screw Summer. Or something. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, hated her we yeah so no i was i was like th- we love the movie but we hate it was her. like i i think that was a good movie but like by the time i finished it's like i've never watched something that did not make me adore zoe deschanel even more i'm really confused <laughs> I also, like, I it movie. was also like a clash of adorable people because right, you also like, you also had joseph, um, gordon-levitt. joseph gordon-levitt who's like who's the sweetest guy ever and you're right. watching you're like oh man yeah. and, then, and then zoe deschanel's just like nah like, 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 it's cool. Like, whatever. Yeah. And it just kind of walks off, and, and you're so heartbroken. You're like, oh, no, it's just Joseph. Go back. You guys would be perfect together. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, New Girl. I really loved the first season. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I love, love, love the dialogue. I started watching it because uh, one of my best friends uh, really liked it and would quote it all the time. I was like, this sounds hilarious. This sound, First of all, this sounds like weird stuff we would say. <laughs> that makes me want to go watch it. So I went and watched the first season. Loved the first season. When I, I started watching, uh, when just the first season was on Netflix, it was you know still on the air at the time. Uh, but when, by the time the second season hit Netflix, it just, it became, it was so much less funny. Like the, the, the show almost shifted tonally. Uh, because it became about who's sleeping with who, mm-hmm. and less about the humor. And I, and even, like, the banter was still pretty good, but it, it became more drama the, than comedy. The show became a lot about sex. It, it yeah. was, and it's, it's yeah, and sneaky, the, yeah. because it's not necessarily, like, an inappropriate show. It's, like, it's not something you'd be, right. like, they're constantly, like, having these really raunchy, gross jokes. Okay. But it's, you like, say that? they throw sex around like it's nothing. Okay, show. you say that, it but, like, on you. my family just, like, watched through Friends and through... Frasier, and I'm like, every single show is just about sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. But Friends is funny. I just watched and all Frasier of And Frasier is hysterical. I say, I've, I've never watched But it's watched like, I'm not saturated with that. Yeah. It's just the sitcom go-to is right. sex. Yeah. Which right. is why in a sitcom like Parks and Rec, which is, doesn't focus on that, when they do go there, you're like, wait, where did this come from? Or Kimmy Schmidt, which was a little bit, mm-hmm. but then like really leaned on that in the fourth season. Oh, that's a show I stopped watching. We'll get, we can come back to that. I say, I, I've, I've only watched like a handful of episodes of Kimmy Schmidt. But yeah, so I kind of, I, I watched to the end of season two. And at that point, uh, there wasn't more on Netflix and I wasn't able to watch it on the air. Uh, so I was just like, eh. I, I, it just made me disinterested to, to go back and watch it. I, I I think what I would like to do is I would like to go back and just start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Because now it's done. Um, I'm curious. How many to seasons see, are there now? Uh, I think there were five. I just watched it's the eight. whole thing. Yeah, say five. Yeah, yeah, five seasons, because it started in 2012 and then in 2017. But yeah, like, just because the, the the show shifted so tonally between the first and second seasons, I was just yeah. disinterested. But I, I really I really like all the characters. I was going to say, yeah, it's yeah. funny, all you, the characters you, you mentioned great. that, and it's like, I watched through it recently, and again, maybe, were you watching it, like, as it came out? Yeah, yeah, so, maybe, yeah. Maybe that added, maybe you could definitely tell differences, since I watched everything just, like, one after another episode, I couldn't really tell that much, but again, I'll restate what I said at the beginning, like, when I watch TV shows, it's mainly like, all right, like just put something in front of me, like that can either like make me laugh or that'll just kind of melt my brain, and I'll just kind of sit there and get through it. And if it slowly becomes boring, then like I just kind of stop, and like, and I don't necessarily have any rhyme or reason for it. And so like, this was a very difficult episode topic for me because I'm like, I either finish a show and 
I won't necessarily even have a reason for liking it. Like, I watched all the New Girl, thought it was hilarious. I don't have anything critical to say about it. Yeah. It's, it's a bummer for me because <laughs> I'm usually so objective about yeah. things. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and most shows that I don't, like, let's see. So, like, Scrubs. Is Never it just Scrubs? Yeah, Scrubs, Cheers. Oh, what's the other one? Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, so see, these are all shows that I started, and then I just can't even remember when or why I stopped, and I just stopped. You need to finish Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You should also finish Scrubs uh, just to the end of the eighth season because I think it has one of the best... I think it has one of the best TV show finales ever. But, like, you see, like, I can't even tell you why I stopped watching those shows or, honestly, like, much about them. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I just okay. simply so had them on, and then got, I was like... It got no, a little samey, for sure. But it has some really amazing episodes in later seasons. Like in, in season six, it's probably I would say the best episode of Scrubs, the musical episode I where uh, so, they, so also. they bring this woman in and she has a brain tumor that makes her perceive everything as a musical, and it's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a funny episode. Okay, I would recommend watching all of Scrubs. Yeah, but, uh, but it's it, up yeah, until season the end of season eight. Your point, but, no, no, no I, I was. That's really all I had to okay. say about New Girl. So, I'm willing to go revisit. I can jump in on New Girl. Because I stopped watching New Girl at the end of season two, mm -hmm. which do you mind spoil a um, light spoiler if you want to go back in? It's, at this point, it's been it's off the air for three two. years, so I'm kind of surprised yeah. I haven't gotten. I, I finished season I'm trying two. Trying to remember, they kind of hinted they're building towards it, but Nick and Jess end up like actually hooking up. Yeah, I think I did know that. I think I maybe that did watch the end of like season one, right? Yeah, but they like start officially dating at the end of season two, I think. Maybe and, I did like and, catch like the first, and I watched like a couple episodes, couple episodes in season, season three, three, and I just I anti ship Nick and Jess so hard I couldn't watch it. Oh, see, I, I like because them okay, but I like Jake Johnson. I like them both. I like them together. And when they were flirting, it was like awkward flirting. I enjoyed that, but then when they were actually together, they just had like I don't know what happened. Maybe it was that tonal shift. Their just chemistry just fell apart for me. Mm -hmm. But Schmidt, dude, uh, Schmidt just, is the best. One of my, <laughs> one of my favorite like low key lines was the car breaks down in the middle of, of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And I think Nick is like, I'm going to go find Schmidt. He's a Jew in the desert. I don't want him to wander. <laughs> oh, no! That spoke to me. I was so happy. And then that the 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 end of the episode where he's like, does anyone see my driving moccasins? Sure! <laughs> does anyone see my other timepiece? Like, that show to me essentially just... I, I couldn't even care what was going on. It was just it was just like what are these characters gonna do? Like I felt like they developed good enough characters to where like let's see like Winston by the end of it like I was laughing at any time he entered a scene. Oh, Winston is great. He, he'd just come in and he'd be like, "Have you guys seen these bird shirts?" And you're like, "What?" <laughs> like like it just it's so off that they, they all are like the audience. They're looking at you and they're, they're looking at Winston. Like, yeah, Winston, Winston was like a walking non sequitur. Yeah, it, it was really weird. Like like he, yeah, like he had like cat murals on his walls mm -hmm. and like he had his like it was the, he just the just throws it down. <laughs> Either like he, he he does pranks with people that are either too small to even notice, yeah. or they're just way yeah. too extreme. <laughs> you're, you're a terrible prankster. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I, I I really liked New Girl, but also I came from I lived in a house that was as close as you can get to that. <laughs> is, I'm being like it, it was it's odd, and I'm gonna so. I was for sure the the Schmidt of that house, like <laughs> very very like metrosexual, um, like you know a single guy, you know on the prowl or whatever. And then my sister lived with us, and she is she's a school teacher, over the top, talks to everybody like their children, thinks that we can do arts and crafts all the time, have these delusions of grandeur with our house. Literally, is Zoe Deschanel, my sister, it, like. And then I have two cousins, John and Matt. They both live with us. 
and in unison we're kind of Nick. They're kind of like love these guys to death. Definitely Slavs. <laughs> like definitely like like never did the dish. Like you walked into one of the rooms and there's like a car tire and a, and a battery, like a car battery and a tire, and there's like clothes everywhere. You're like, what is this room right now? And and then we had our uh, a friend of ours, Sam. Who is definitely like the change of tone to like all of our family members as being like the one non-family member, and he was like the Winston, and so it was just like it was it was literally like we were living in that house, and so it was it was a really fun year and a half that we were there, and and it was just like when watching it, I was like, oh, these were the days, right? Like you just yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So I had, I had a different appreciation there. Fair, fair. Okay. So um, we're gonna move off New Girl. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think what what does kind of make me want to revisit that is um, some of the things our friend Sarah has shared about uh, Winston and his relationship with his cat. I was like, that's hilarious. I need to I need to um, go back and, to and take a look at that. <laughs> because, like, my favorite, you know, if you, if you talk to me and I need an icebreaker question, my favorite icebreaker question is which fictional character do you identify with and why? And Sarah said hers is Winston because of her relationship with her cat. Um, <laughs> so, really like, and Sarah's cat is awesome, so I, I just want to <laughs> go uh, check this out. For that reason alone, so. So I'm going to give you a twofer because I don't need to talk about either of them for a very long period of time. I, um, Shit's Creek and Family Guy. I heard Shit's Creek actually ended really, really well. Yeah, I, and Shit's Creek is one I actually intend to go back to. So I was just watching it like I would I would get on the exercise bike and then go for an hour and watch a couple episodes of Shit's Creek. But, I mean, it kind of... I love David. He's my mm-hmm. favorite character, hands down. He's hysterical, and he actually like shows growth. But I don't know. It just kind of the episodes just felt too long, and I think that's it's kind of the Eugene Levy, the, the awkward pauses because I'm like, okay, you know, once in a while is okay. But when it's all the time, cut that out. And also the um, shit, the guy's name, like whose namesake is the town. He's and he's supposed to be a character you hate, but every time he's on screen, I just want to fast forward to the next scene. He's so obnoxious. He's such an obnoxious character. Do you know he's the cameraman in Groundhog Day? I haven't seen that movie. Oh! No. oh um, I'm very that, shocked. We're not doing have, this now. Yeah, I was, I'm just shocked you haven't seen it. Anyway, I'm proceed. I'm familiar with the concept. Proceed. I, and I saw the guy who calculated like how many hours he spent doing everything, like calculated how long he was in the time loop based on his uh, mm. ability to do certain things. It's like, well, if it takes you this much time to learn this to this level, and you learned all these things to these levels. Here's how long he was in the time. It was like a thousand years or something. Yeah, yeah, it's um, madness. It some super nerd math. You're a nerd, but it's okay because we're all nerds. And then Family Guy just stopped being funny. They just kept going on these long musical breaks, which Seth MacFarlane, look, I know you're a musical theater guy. I don't want a five minute music video parody. Family Guy was on. I feel like they were on that that kick pretty early though. Like once they realized that they were funny. They were like, we can do whatever the heck we want. Yeah. And, and like, yeah. I'm with you. And, like, and they I, had some I really funny stuff, them. the random humor. But I like, always watch them like just sporadically. I yeah. never and sat it, there. And it's definitely them. a show that that's benefits more from sporadic viewing. Yeah. But it got too nasty, too. And I watch South Park. South Park is... But and South Park, Park is, too, is as, like, as, as, as rough as it, as it is, is really thought through. And it and really like, is mitigated by the art style a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just—I have not watched either of those really shows. Just like so, Family Guy. So, I, I um, so those are two I, I stopped watching. Yeah, Shit's Creek I might go back to. Animated shows that that adds a different element. I'm wondering if I an animated show that I stopped watching for no reason other than there weren't any more episodes at the time that I want to finish is Attack on Titan. Ooh, I, I never finished that. I never, I've never watched that. It's really disturbing. It's kind, I, of, it's, kind of, it's kind of hard to watch, but like really, really interesting, intriguing mm-hmm, story. Mm-hmm. Really cool storyline. Mm-hmm. Won't get on that too much. Um, 
So I have one more, but I don't know if it's cheating. So, oh, so, so literally, if if we had had this podcast six months ago, then this would have been my number one, which lost. But I finally, I literally just went back and finished it. So I feel like it should still count. What is lost? It, well, Sorry, there was a Jeopardy where I think the guy's name was Alan, and the question was like in the show Lost, and then asked the question, and he hits the buzzer. What is lost? I'm like, no, oh, Alan, you idiot. So so now whenever someone asks a stupid question, we're just like, what is lost? <laughs> well, lost, if I had to explain it to you, is just a giant miscommunication. No, I, I watched the finale, it, and only the finale. I, so I, I, know I think I understand what's going on. Then no. <laughs> so I watched the entire show, and then the finale, and still don't really understand what's going on. And then guess Do you what? you need me to explain it to you? Because I watched the finale, and I know. I no, know I, can, I can... I can. Well, here's the, here's the problem. They were in JJ purgatory. Adams. JJ's the Catholic. They were in purgatory the whole time. <laughs> they were not in purgatory because it didn't even... It didn't make sense. Like, never mind. Yeah, um, it's purgatory. It doesn't make sense. We won't explain... We won't explain the ending, but... Throughout the show, the reason the reason the show got silly and and stupid is because we, okay. So when you make a show, when you make a movie, let's go with, let's go with the movie because now I can speak more to this a little bit. You do things that have certain kinds of payoffs, right? So like for instance, let's say early in a show, there's a conversation that takes place that serves a specific purpose, right? Like me and you are figuring out what luggage we need to stack where in the show Lost, and there's a specific skill set that you use that helps us stack all the luggage or something, right? Like there's a purpose for that. But then there's a payoff for the audience understanding that you have that skill later on in the show, right? And that builds a lot for the audience because you start to realize, oh, remember that back from episode two? We learned this about Nathaniel, that he can stack things, and now he's using that skill here? Like that's what's called a payoff. Now, a really, really cheap payoff is like, hey, you're about to do something, and then you lean over to your friend and you explain that you can do it, and then you do it. <laughs> because because that's like, oh, the writers really forgot that these kids are hot and the no payoff the car. is, oh, I can just do it. <laughs> yeah, and the no payoff is they don't say a thing, and then, the, and then people afterwards are like, oh, if you read this book that connects the whole movie together, then you'll find out. And you're like, oh my gosh, you wrote that for the movie. But like, like Jurassic World, for instance, like you have like the kids, all of a sudden like they're hot wiring a car, and he's like... Hey, you remember that time I hot-rired a car when I was younger? And he's like, yeah. And then they're done. <laughs> and, they, and it's just like, really? Because like, they got to that scene and they're like, yeah, they're wait, like, did we ever explain why these kids can hot-ride cars? Yeah. They and they're can. Like, Add them something. Oh, uh, you remember that time I hot-rided the car? And and so... What, yes, that is a skill you possess. <laughs> and so what Lost does is it, it does all of these build-ups and then just forgets to pay any like literally anything off and then at the end is like is is just like smoke pouring off the page trying to write in all the payoffs <laughs> they can like oh my gosh we forgot about the polar bears we forgot about these things we, and it was just like oh uh, yeah this this and then it was like the last season was just like a whole list of answers and it and it was just miserable man it it was it was literally like, hey, you've been leading us on this whole way, and you haven't even turned around to figure out where you're going. And like, you're just, you just keep laying things down. And, and like, and that's the thing. Even JJ came out and was like, yeah, we were writing episodes like after the next episodes after that, and we didn't even know where they were going. And essentially, it was just let's just build more. Mystery. Wow, he's never done that let's, since then. <laughs> let's build more. Good mystery. thing. Good thing he learned let's, his lesson about planning ahead. Let's build mystery. We have we haven't gone on our Star Wars tangent yet. Do you guys want to go? I'm just kidding. Um, it's yeah. good thing. No. <laughs> Uh, no, let's let's avoid Star Wars tangents. But um, too late. Yeah. It's here. The Star Wars is No, no but, not um, today. <laughs> but yeah, no, and and again, and I said this earlier that he uses his main source of drama being that nobody's telling each other anything to the point of just nausea, to the point of of like what, like 
to that being that being the buildup is, hey, why is this person not being honest? And then they're like, uh, next person be dishonest. Forget about that person. And you're like, oh, okay, Kim, you're being dishonest to this guy. Oh, oh, oh Kate, you're being dishonest to oh Sawyer. Now you're and you're like, wait, why is everybody lying? And then it's like show is over. And you're just like, this is so maddening. Like so, I stopped. When I say I stopped, it was like twelve years. <laughs> I mean, like I I stopped like 2008. I think that's when the season finale happened. And I and I didn't watch. Might have been before that. See, that's when I started watching it. I stopped, but also when I finished watching I was because I was watching it continuously as they came out. Final season hadn't even come out yet, and I was watching this, this, the second to last season, and I was like, nope, <laughs> I'm over it. Like, like this is just, it's too stupid. Like, the, nothing would shock me at this point. It's like, <laughs> you've broken every rule. The island can do whatever it wants. You have no idea where you're going. Nobody's honest anymore. People have died and come back to life. People are going back in time. You've broken every barrier you could possibly break. There's nothing that could shock me. It's like, <gasps> John Locke is still alive. It's like, it's not shocking. Literally, you had baby Jack talking to adult Jack two seconds ago, and that was totally normal. And then he shot some other guy who came back to life. Like, And then all of a sudden, like nothing else shocks you at that point. And so Lost just did such a poor job. I only rewatched it. To, to, to understand why I hate it even more. <laughs> and it's such a shame because the first three seasons are literally maybe up there with like the best TV show ever watched in my life. First three seasons of Lost. Like, this is the greatest show ever. It's done well. It's the characters are developed well. The episodes are structured well. The seasons are structured well. Oh man, you had no idea where you were going. <laughs> Everything you Hence just the described... name of the show. Come on, Greg, yeah, you've seen yeah. that coming. Yeah. Everything you just described sounds so much like Game of Thrones season eight that makes me want to like put it in the fire. Yeah. 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 Have you watched the Game of Thrones season yeah. eight next yeah. meeting? Yeah. Yes, I have. Oh my gosh, it's like <laughs> no, we don't want any more episodes. And we I mean, give you more episodes. No, no we no. don't. No, we and want Ga- to go make Star Wars movies. Uh-huh. No, Ga- you got five. Game of Thrones taped it off before eight two. I mean, at least for my opinion, did you were you guys in that same boat of being like? I never started watching Game of Thrones. I I had no interest in watching it, and I'll I'll tell you why when we get back to my turn, and I'll talk about a show that I stopped watching and is the reason I'm not going to start watching Game of Thrones. But again, yeah, and I know I'm breaking topic here because there haven't been a whole lot of shows that I've cut off for any reason other than just like, oh, I stopped watching and I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Um, But Game of Thrones is one where I noticeably was like, wow, first season's incorrect, like first three seasons or four, or two or two, three or four seasons, I can't remember the number, but like incredible, amazing, and then it was like, First four and a half seasons, de- they still had book to work. Yeah, def- yeah, it was it was literally the yeah. moment there was no more books. You were like, hey, like it's getting a little okay. Why are these characters that have been developed in these ways for this long doing those things? Big red flags kind of coming up there, and then it was just more and more and more until the end where you're like, oh my gosh, please end this, please end this now. No, before the last episode, I don't even want to see the last. Just end it now. <laughs> no, no, and I, I, I had the same reaction because, like, in retrospect, there, there are definitely like season six had a lot of good things that I really liked about season six. Season five is kind of mad, but season six had a lot of stuff that I really liked sure. and stuff they kind of adapted from the book that I felt like they actually did pretty well with. In retrospect. Season seven and season eight. I, I enjoyed season seven in the moment, but I like now like Game of Thrones was my favorite show for a long time, and I've rewatched it probably 20, 25 times um, until the last season, and I have not gone back and watched it again because I just so angry um, <laughs> for so many reasons. Because I'm also a book fan. I love the books. I've I've listened to the books. I, I read I read the books with my eyes. That's how you know I really like the book. I read I, initially I read them with my eyes, and then I went back into the audio. But and uh, you're also a huge 
Brienne of Tarth fan. Brienne of Tarth is my favorite character in all of fiction because she's the only character in fiction that tells my story. And 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 she at that time you got knighted and then went out and got captured by a zombie folks a zombie person. Uh, How did that go? By the zombie mentor uh, of mine, but no. Um, but uh, just the kind of character that mm-hmm. she is, and you know, kind of the um, ostracization—that's not the right word, but like ostracized. Yes, how she was ostracized for um, being awkward and bad at girl stuff. And and it basically like she's she's described in the books as like the she's the ugliest woman alive, and I felt like that for most of my life. And the if, okay, yeah, we know that that this see this is why books are better than the show. Oh yeah, because the books are like she's the ugliest woman alive, and they cast someone who doesn't who's not ugly. They should have cast me, and then we'd be like, yeah, that's the ugliest. Well, there are a few reasons why uh, that that. You know, yes, you might have been a good book, Brian, Nathaniel, yeah. but you're not blonde. Yeah. You don't have the bluest eyes ever. Yeah, Game of Thrones is an honorable mention, but you you said we we're gonna do ones where we're that everything yeah, was great saving, until the finale. Yeah, we're saving everything yeah. was great until the end. Yeah, yeah, which I feel like the ones where the ending really hurts are the ones where it was really good right up until the end. You're like, how you didn't stick the landing? Right, right, right. All right. So back on topic. One of the shows on my list, I know Nathaniel is one of your favorites. Um, Uh And Uh again, this is this is one where I'm not opposed to going back and revisiting and watching again. You get me nervous. No, I I don't hate it. Um, It's just that I, I, it's not. It it did not ensnare me in the way that I anticipated. He wants to know. Um, That show is Community. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, the first three seasons are are really good. Okay, and then it just goes downhill. How far did you watch? I think we got somewhere into season two ish. Oh, that's understandable. Somewhere and yeah, community. I can totally see you walking away from. Okay, it's definitely a very distinct humor line. Well, the community also had a very distinct reason why that. Like, so in my opinion. The first... Sorry. Maybe we should let Ashley yeah, say why. Why? Let me say why first, and then you guys... So, I, I thought I was going to have to tell you to get out. I'm fine yeah. with you not yeah, letting no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of surprising, because I kind of felt like it was one of your one of your faves. But, um... It's me. You go, you go and then I'll, right. I'll, I'll talk about how I feel about it. Okay, so, so I think the humor is really fun. I think the individual actors are really funny. Um, but I don't connect with any of the characters in the way that I connect with the characters on The Office or on Parks and Rec, especially Parks and Rec, or Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, I think what makes those comedies really good is that, while yes, the humor is great, but the characters are very relatable. And I, I and I can't, I don't see myself really relating to any of the characters in any fashion, really, at all. Um, I like the, you know, all the nerdy stuff that Troy and Abed do. I, uh, uh, what is uh, Yvette Nicole Brown's character? Shirley? Shirley. 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 I, I like Shirley. I think Shirley's really fun. <laughs> Allison Brie's character's really fun. Um, but, uh, again, I think the characters are fun, but I, I just, I don't get the appeal that some people have for it. And I, and I think the main reason I want to go revisit it and give it another shot is because, one, when I was initially watching it, I was watching it on Hulu, and I do not have bougie Hulu. So I had, like, got all interrupted by all the commercials. <clears throat> this is one that, again... Ryan and I were watching it together, which means I we watch it, like, 500 times slower than I would like to watch it. So I, I kind of lost interest. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's all on Netflix, except for the one episode that got pulled because of um, Ken Jong and Blackface. Ah, which is a shame, because that was a really funny episode. <laughs> right, and I know he was supposed to be, like, a drow from 
D&D. And, yeah. But uh, D&D yeah, and, is actually well, like... Well, okay, so he, he's like, I'm yeah. a dark elf. Right. <laughs> and then Shirley says, so we just going to ignore this hate crime? Uh, right, 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 right. <laughs> She's so great. Right. And, and you know, so I, I kind of get why they did that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't yeah. like a community yeah. decision to do that. That was a... Yeah, that was a Netflix. A, yeah, Netflix's decision, which right. if you like, if you don't pull that and people are like, why didn't you pull this Blackface episode on Netflix? Right. Like, no, they had to pull that episode. Right, right, right. So anyway, I... I'm willing to give it another shot, but I'm just, I was surprised that, you know, I'm, I'm two, possibly three seasons in and I'm still like, because I'm not connecting with the characters, the humor is not sticking with me like I I anticipated. So, so I guess I, and I, I, cause I just recently rewatched, so I did actually stop watching Community after like in the middle of season four Mm -hmm. and then went back and finished it. So I, I just rewatched all of it. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing is. Is and and this is why I, I think you have to approach it from a different mindset. Okay. Because it is not you are not intended to get to to form emotional attachments to the characters. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it is almost like it is almost like a a like a and I'm, I'm giving Dan Harmon way too much credit here. It's almost like one of those old philosophical dialogues where you have two characters talking and you're not supposed to necessarily care about the characters themselves, but you're focusing on you know the the, the themes what's, what's and what's said. being said. Okay. So. I, you know, I would liken it more to watching a comedian, like a, a comedy act, where you know you're focusing on the jokes, mm-hmm. and yes, the personalities play into that. But but unlike a sitcom like Parks and Rec, where they're like, here are these characters, and they develop and grow, the community characters, while they do do that, they they do that mainly for the sake of 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 keeping the group cohesive in the to, to set up. In, in other words, the the characters are the comedy and not the other way around. Okay. So I think if you look at it like that. Um, and think of it as it's a lot of it is meta commentary on television okay. and look at it through that lens, which is the whole purpose of Abbott's character is to provide is he basically is like a, a, a show in he's show a, reason. He's just simply, he's simply like watching the show with you. Yes. Okay. So like, he's oh, providing all the meta commentary. So I think if you go at it from like a, I just want to, uh, watch some meta commentary and some, you know, good zingers and, and don't go into it expecting to really hook on to any of the characters. Because I, gotcha. I don't think you will. Okay. So, so the main like the main purpose of his show and, and the reason why he specifically adds a character like Abed is because the characters in the show, other than arguably um uh, who's the main character guy? The, the, Jeff Jeff Winger. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah aside, uh, um aside from possibly Jeff, is it's supposed to be like like you're supposed to view them almost like like your friends, right? Like 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 they're they're developing almost almost as if like they're not developing as somebody that you can relate to, but as somebody that you, that you can relate to knowing, like college is. Like college is that scene where you know all those different extreme people, yeah. and they're too extreme to nail down into like your own. Per- like like Pierce is just the stereotypical like older yeah. like 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 borderline like racist guy because he like not or, racist because or he's outwardly yeah, racist mostly guy. outwardly racist yeah i just i just borderline is very generous I, I, don't, I don't think you've seen it if you stopped in season one i don't think you've seen it but there's an episode where his dad comes in and his dad is being like super overtly racist but then uh britta's like well, you can't be racist to me i'm white and he's like a mix of norwegian and icelandic low you know low brow white dogs <laughs> like he's like the hobbit of racism <laughs> no, I have not seen that far. Okay, so there's, a, yeah. So I don't think you're intended to get attached to these characters. They're okay. they're they're intended to be, you know, more or less one note characters mm-hmm. 
to make these this commentary and these jokes and play with the tropes of sitcoms it, it, and like, movies like, in a lot of ways. And like even even Jeff is supposed to kind of like represent like like the reason why I enjoyed it so much is because you do you have all of those characters in college. Like you have you one hundred percent have like the girl who would have gone to like some amazing college who's like a genius who like by some circumstance is like stuck in some community college because she like OD'd on like whatever drugs she did. Um, and then you have like the athlete who like couldn't go to this one college that he would have gone D one, but instead you know he's going to this NAIA school. Great. Experienced a lot. Of, no, not me. <laughs> experienced a lot of guys like that, quote unquote. And then you have like the, your older guys that are like, yeah, I wanted to go back and go to college. And then you have like your Jeff Wingers who are like, why am I here? Like I'm too cool for this, but in reality is also like has all these character flaws. And then you have like your Abeds and, and your, your people like that. And it's supposed to just kind of be like. Oh, I'm experiencing college yeah. again because these are all these characters that I, that I'm essentially like you're saying, like you're observing them, yeah. and you're just kind of going through college, and then they add in all of these just like, like, like they have like the pillow fort episode, which is just genius. Yeah, it's the really, whole, really, really. It's it just like, and like then they have like the paintball episodes. They have the entire D and D episodes. Yeah. Like in my opinion, it was such a genius show until yeah. the clear and obvious like like they changed writers, they lost two or three of the main characters, and it was just essentially it was like. Yeah, this show sucks. Like it, it yeah. was, it was like. Well, I okay. barely even laughed so, throughout the episode. Season four was so not great. There's like one good episode in season four, and now that good episode has some really, really funny things in it. But episode uh, uh, season four was so kind of disliked mm -hmm. that in season five they're like, "Wow, guys, that gas leak last year was crazy." <laughs> okay, I have heard about that, and and see, and that's the thing. Like, I keep hearing about, "Oh, well, you never, you didn't get to the blah 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 episode or whatever." And I was like, "Oh, that premise actually sounds really funny, but it has been for me. It, it was such a slog, yeah, to, to yeah. get through. Like, I think that's why I've I've never finished it. So, yeah, I yeah, I think you need to change your mindset. From okay. I think that's why a lot of people didn't enjoy it because they were expecting a sitcom that's wanting you to get invested in characters. It's very not and like, this, yes. yeah. Community is not asking you, it, it looks... I ironically. Yeah, for ironically. Community. Yes, ironically. I know it's about community yeah, college, it's but... It's not actually, yeah. it, it doesn't actually want or need you to get invested into the characters. What it wants you to notice is, look at the statements we're making, look at the look at how we're constructing our really it's it's a show about how clever can we make jokes. It's essentially like like you're 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 like going to this community college and right. Abed is explaining right. to you who these odd right. characters you are that you're meeting and they become your friends and you just get to sit them and like watch them do crazy things and, and right. Abed essentially like acts on your behalf in certain moments where he just goes, Oh, this is the point where your character is talking to this character for this reason and you're right. like, Ah, good point. Yeah. And then you keep watching. <laughs> and then okay. and then yeah. it's just And when yeah, they do the the, th the thematic episodes. I think you'll really like the thematic episodes right. because you'll be like, oh, they're they're clearly parodying this movie and this movie and this movie and this I, movie. I keep getting told about um, the Lord Space Time uh, episode. That yes, that, <laughs> they they do a really good job um, because okay, so they um, yeah, so Abed like mm -hmm. starts watching Cougar Town and gets obsessed with it, and then it gets canceled as a writer strike or something, right. and so Bill's like, oh here, watch Cougar Abbey. <laughs> and then it ends after it ends after six episodes because they all commit suicide at the end. And but it's like British shows are so much better. You know they get everything done and we're moving on. And so I would start, I would start freaking out. And she's like, okay, I found another show you can watch. Inspector Space Time. There's fifty thousand seasons and they're never going to end it. <laughs> I, I love um, the Dean. Like he's just like, like he's so I, weird. I the, always the, think that he is J.P. Minot from Phil of the Future. Uh, he played the principal on Phil of the Future. Never watched yeah. it. Oh, wait, no, 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 he wasn't that. It was he. 
I don't know. Anyway. His name is Jim Rash. Yes, but, but I always think he's J.P. Minot's. That's the name of the actor. But um, I, I also find it interesting because there's, like, there's definitely, like, sexual, sexual, sex, sexualization of, like, certain characters, for sure. Like, like you know, like, the sexual tension between certain characters and, and the hinting. But there's not a lot of sex. Like, there's not a lot of sex happening, like, in... And to an ex- surprising extent, where you're like, oh, I've watched through, like, one and a half seasons, and there, to my knowledge, has not been any sex in the show. And and it's surprising, because you're like, oh. And, like, again, there is, like, the whole, like, people think Jeff is hot, or people think Amy, like, what's the girl, like, like the... Annie? Annie. Annie, Annie is hot. They're like, you know, and they, they, but, but there's not, like, it's not like, oh, Annie slept with these guys, and then he slept with these girls, and they're doing it. It was like, like, there is some of that that happens, but it, it's a little refreshing as well to, to know that the humor is not... Just it's not saturated in that, because like, yeah. you get that the, so many other places, and that's what makes it kind of unique. The first episode of the second season has Betty White in it, and really? she's amazing. I, I I feel like I've watched like into season two, but I don't remember what, what she did. What, in that what's episode. the episode where Abed like becomes Han Solo? Like, <laughs> uh, that's a great episode. It, like, um, that's the that's one of the paintball ones. And like and like she like like, like hey, and, and he falls in love because he's like oh my gosh like you're just amazing. And then and as he soon as he's, he's like and scene yeah he's, he's like, like and scene and he like he's like oh, Abed again. She's like oh hey what happened because <laughs> he was like dashing and like oh. he was exactly like Han Solo. Yeah, and, but, and he's like so he's like so I'm dashing and I lean like this. And she's, no. <laughs> <laughs> It's so yeah so okay. uh, yeah so I think if you if, adjust your mindset and think I'm not trying to get invested in the characters because uh-huh. other than Jeff Winger none of them really change okay. yeah even though and Jeff Winger's change is like he comes in one episode and is like so I'm Jeff Winger and like basically does his shtick and is like just kidding guys I want to grow and learn and from that point on he's that character instead nice um, okay so so yeah I think if you shift right. your mindset on it and don't approach it like a like a like an average sitcom. Okay. Um, because it's not it's not trying to be an average sitcom. It's it's really just trying to be like clever humor and meta narrative. Okay. So almost more like you're watching a comedian. Got it. Um, so so this is basically a lesson in hermeneutics, kids. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Which Fair. is you know I which is some of the reasons like I watch shows and I'm like mm-hmm. you know why why I gravitate more towards comedy because I'm looking to engage and I'm looking for the clever dialogue and the and right. the witticisms and things like that. I, I tend to respond emotionally yeah. to yeah. to art, um, and I want to relate to a character. Yeah, uh, because that helps me relate emotionally. To yeah, the story. which which is why it totally makes sense that community didn't grab you because right. community, if it's trying to do that, it's not doing a good job because it doesn't do that. Okay, um, and I, I don't think it's trying to do that, but because it's like it's a sitcom, and that's kind of how sitcoms do. Right. It's like Brooklyn Nine Nine and. Parks and Rec, I really did latch on to the characters. I right. love the characters. Well, and you know, I was um, actually, like, you know, talking about sitcoms, I was actually surprised by how much I latched on to Monica Geller watching Friends this year for the first time ever. Because I was expecting Friends just to be just this silly, not super deep sitcom. And I was actually surprised by the emotional depth that it had. I mean, it's still like, I mean, obviously it's not like drama levels of, of depth, but like the characters grow and change and evolve. And, yeah. and I was just shocked by how much I really enjoyed it. So I was not anticipating enjoying it as as much as everybody else did. And you haven't watched Scrubs? I have not watched Scrubs. You should watch Scrubs. Is, is that streaming somewhere? Because I keep hearing it's great. And I, I think I just it's on never, I just... Don't watch the ninth season. They hooked the ninth season in, but it's actually a spinoff. It's garbage. Don't watch Get it. Got it. Okay. Scrubs. Especially because the eighth season ends definitively. All right. All right. So Walking Dead we talked about. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. I, I got through now. That. I will admit. Dang. That's I got through one. one and a half episodes. I have never watched it And I was it like. All. Wow, I just watched seven hours of tele... Oh my god, I'm so bored! 
Okay, so uh, this is perfect just because this is one of the few where that exact thing happened. I, I have not... I'm not up to speed with, with uh, Walking Dead, and I have watched, what, nine seasons of that show? And there are, like, eleven now, I'm not sure. So so here's what I'll say about Walking Dead. It, I guess some people can hate this premise, but I think most people totally dig the whole zombie apocalypse premise. Like, of like, alright, like, post-apocalyptic. It's just a very fun way to start things, because you always picture, like, alright, all of a sudden, all of Charlotte disappears and you're just walking around like you gotta go into like a Walmart and salvage food and make a show. Like, it's just like, it's a fun concept to be like, what if, like, in, in my opinion, it's very exciting to be like, like the, the season starts off with, you know what, with a cop waking up in the hospital and and every, like the whole world's gone shit. And he's figuring out what the heck is going on and it explains kind of backwards how he got there and he's kind of tr trying to trace all these trails back to like his, his wife and his kid finally finds them and then now they've got a little group of people and then like that's how the show kind of drags on then we show up what 12 seasons later and it's been like community after community that they've built and it's been destroyed and and like everybody is just the sickest kind of are there being. still zombies yes yeah, so so how so okay the zombies are kind of like a so it starts off and it's like that's the thing right like everybody's trying to survive the zombies and figure this out the point that it's at now is that the zombies are kind of just used as a tool by people struggling with power. And it's these different kingdoms rising up of people making these weird communities and making having different resources to give them power. And it's kind of just turned into this weird medieval show where people are just really brutal to each other and the zombies are like a side thing. You, you occasionally are like, oh, there's zombies. Like, these people just rule through power and they just bully all the other people these people rule because like they're by like water and they can fish and they get a lot of food and like these people have all the guns and like in this these people have figured out how to use the zombies and they walk amongst the zombies and like they're really gross and it, and it's just it just got to be too much like there was just never an end like you were always like okay the end is going to be building this thing and they're like nope now we got evil people I'm like all right well now you join forces with evil people now we got more evil people and it was just it was just never i don't even know if are they supposed to be ending it i guess you guys don't know anything about walking dead I, I, I is I've it still on the air i don't it, it know is, it, it is still on the air um i yikes. think it's uh, like in 17th or 18th season uh, uh, it's not that many. i don't know i might be over exaggerating it, like it, it might be at 10 or 11 now i think it came out in before I went to college. Oh yeah, maybe? oh yeah. It um, was it was when I was in high school. I was coming oof. out. And, oh, oh, y'all are such boys. <laughs> <laughs> but that so from the beginning, that in my opinion, that's all the show had going for it was interesting premise. The characters are like they're all horrible actors. There's not a good actor or actress <laughs> amongst them, except Carl! except for the guy who plays Rick Grimes. No, no, no. The, the guy who plays. Uh, Gosh, now I can't even remember the characters' Darryl, names. Daryl, Norman Reedus. Who? Uh, uh, Daryl. Daryl Dixon, the lead Norman Reedus. I'm assuming that's who you're talking about. Yes, yes, sorry. What? You don't like Denai? She's a Koye! Okay, who? Denai. Did you just speak English words? Yes, yeah, she's a Koye on Black Panther. Oh, oh, I heard, yeah, I heard she's a quay. Lame in in Walking Dead. Oh, okay. I mean, well, everybody I've, I've, thinks I've, again. I've never watched it. Again, like, but the, it's very comic booky. Like, she carries a samurai sword around everywhere. Um, and that's so really badass. It, 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 it is cool, <laughs> but also you're kind of like, like it just makes her like, like she just beats everybody at fighting because she's got a samurai sword, and you're like, we clearly run in different circles because I know a lot of people who have swords. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, but and like, know how in, to use in, them in real life, and would use them in a zombie apocalypse. Like, like, People effect. have guns and like, and she's still. They have them. those too. <laughs> but like, in, in my, I'm just, 
I'm just saying the act, like, just saying on the acting. Aside from the, from the guy who plays Daryl, which is, what's his name? The guy who's, who played in um, Boondock Saints. He's an amazing actor. You guys ever seen Boondock Saints? I've seen Boondock Saints. Okay. Boondock Saints is on my list, but I have not watched it. That's um, all right. Anyways, the guy who plays Daryl, good actor. Everybody else, really bad, and I still watched nine seasons of that show. The characters are, are all very corny, but it still, you know, carried carried me along, and then it was like, nope, at this point, the stories just got bad, and like, none of the characters carried any weight, and yeah. they were all very bad actors, and so it just, I stopped watching. Good yeah. example. I was, uh, I, so I was, I started watching it, because I think my, one of my brothers was like, this one, to me. one of my brothers was like, oh yeah, I've been watching The Walking Dead, it's really good. I was like, oh, I'll give that a shot, zombie apocalypse, I can get down for that. Watched the first episode, I was like, okay, little plotting, fine, I'll give it some time. And then he, you know, he's stumbling through town. There's a tank, and the zombies got into the tank. I'm like, no, zombies don't can't rip through metal. So if they got into the tank, it's because the tank stopped. They opened the tank and they said, "Come on in, zombies." That's the only way they get into a tank. Like that's stupid. Zombies, zombies, yeah, do not be tank. Like tank beats zombies. There how this are, rock paper scissors work? Tank beats zombie. There are a lot of dumb um, moments in that show where it's and just then, like, we need this person to die. So and then I watched the whole first episode, and, it, and it was like, eh, whatever, I'll. Second episode, I was just like, oh, I'm actually falling asleep watching television. No, this show's not for me. And then, of course, I saw the scene where they go to the CDC, and something happens. The guy's, like, doing something, and it's like, lockdown initiate. And then it explodes the building. I'm like, who the fuck designed your security system? Why does your building explode if you spill something? No, that's not how bio-level 4 works! That's not how force works. Like, literally, it was. I was like, that's so... Dumb! I Why did it... that episode, man? I don't. I don't know what episode it was. It but the guy's like, like he's working on a cure, and then he drops one thing, and the building's like, "Hey, bye, motherfucker!" and just blows up on him. And I'm like, "Are you sure that's The Walking Dead?" It was The Walking Dead. I'm ninety percent sure because I don't know if there's ever a, a, a developing a cure episode. I've never. They go to the CC. The guy's like no studying problem. the disease. Mm-hmm. I'm like ninety percent sure this happens in The Walking Dead. That this guy's like this. Okay. Kind of sounds like Resident Evil. <laughs> okay, hang on. Walking Another interesting dead. one of those that kind of tapered off. Yeah, I'd say. CDC, never played the games Fire. Movies, so. First movie's excellent. It's it's like, it's so intriguing. It feels like you're yeah. in a video game. The soundtrack, everything about it. Then it's like, let's make 12 more like this. Yeah, right? yeah. Hey. I've been rewatching. so regarding the CDC... <laughs> this is a post on Reddit. I'm no infectious disease control expert or anything, but in the series, the CDC has a built-in self-destruction mechanism that destroys the entire building and everything in it because, according to Jennings, you don't want some of the stuff getting out. The answer is d- no. Man, I don't even remember that. I can't even remember remotely. It's such a long show, and I haven't even liked it. I don't know why it was so much. Yeah, so I'm right. That happened in The Walking Dead, and it was so stupid. I'm like, like if I forgot, you can go to the CDC and tour it. You can go into the CDC. You can go right now to the CDC and say, hey, I want to look around. And they'd be like, okay, yeah, come on in. We'll show you around. They're not going to take you into the level four vaults. Not because it's dangerous for you to be in there for them. It's dangerous for you to be in there if you don't know how to handle these things. Because they have, like, really high-level pathogens. And they do have containment systems. But the containment system would be, like, antibacterial foam, not explode everything. Like, you do understand... (laughs) murder everyone. Yeah, I was about to say, you don't understand, it's not like a vampire where you have to stake into the heart. You don't have to burn germs to kill them. There are other things that do that. Anyways, yeah. Well, well, it's just a side note. So, um, Supernatural is a show that I just stopped watching because it kind of dragged on too long. Because there are literal 15 seasons. Yeah, because it just dragged on. And it was... It is ending this year, finally. Yeah, and I did feel, as I was watching, I was like, it felt like it was supposed to end last season. I looked it up and yeah, it was supposed to end after five seasons. 
I was like, yeah, because the Should fifth I go season watch the had first five seasons. Is it there, good? Yeah, I really enjoyed Actually, it. I, I thought it was great. I keep t- being told it's really good and that I would enjoy it, and I mostly just want to watch it just to get to the Scooby Doo episode. Yeah, it starts off a little episodic, and then it picks up this really good thread that kind of culminates in season five. And then they're like, well, what do we do now? And so like six and seven were just not good seasons. And again, it picked up in eight, and then I just stopped watching. Are you guys X Files people? I nope. love the X Files. Yeah, but I never watched the. The second season of the reboot that they did a couple years ago. Oh, I never did the reboot. I mean, the originals are... But yes, I finished the original, yeah. But yeah, so Supernatural, I stopped watching. Another show I only got a couple episodes into, and this is the reason why I haven't never never even tried to watch Game of Thrones, because I know it would have the same reaction, because I've read the books. Breaking Bad. I watched three episodes of Breaking Bad. I watched up, I, I think it was three episodes, up until the point where they dissolve the guy in the tub, and it, they're like scooping him up with a... And I was like, it only gets worse from here. I don't want to watch the show. And this it's, it's the same reason why yeah, I, like, I can't watch It's Always Sunny, and why I really struggle to watch Arrested Development. When it's about bad characters being bad... I'm not really interested. Like, I, if there's if there if there's like no redeeming yeah. qualities in the characters, it's just people being terrible people. Breaking Bad is like, and I realize I realize Breaking Bad is a little different than that. No, no, I, well, but, I'm about to sympathize with you because because Breaking Bad is is widely renowned as like potentially you know like the best made show of our decade, you know, yeah, of I our time. Yeah. Honestly, I'm, honestly, I'm sure it's, maybe I'm the best sure it's show well ever. made. I'm sure it's um, well made, but, but no, but like, I just don't find it pleasant to watch. I sympathize with you in the sense that like. It's it 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 didn't trap me like it, like other shows have. I watched it. I found a very interesting concept in the fact that it, it, they do a really cool job of making him this character where you're like, all right, you're obviously in this very desperate situation. It's kind of almost funny at first because you're like, hey, you're like as nerdy and as dorky of like a high school chemistry teacher, and like you have all this knowledge and you you're just walking around and like your typical like high-waisted khaki pants and like nobody takes you seriously and like stumbles into becoming a drug lord (laughs) and so like that concept at first you're almost like this is kind of funny and like you can tell he's very like i don't want any of the violence but like i'm making like oodles of money for doing this and also like he's like that's terrible meth that's not how you make make it so like it's almost something pleasant and you're tracking with this character until you're like oh i I wouldn't have done that and then you're like oh i wouldn't have done that and you can kind of see him he leaving you and it's almost like you're driving in this car with him and you're like this is kind of fun at first and like i can see this and you're slowly almost like getting out of the car and like that concept was interesting to me because i was like i could see the different people almost left his character at different points in the show like as you're watching sure, and i realize like, that's the point but you know i just that just the first couple episodes was enough for me to realize i was yeah. not going to enjoy watching it and oh, so yeah. why would i if it's, it's, it's entertainment that i'm not going to enjoy why would i it watch is, it it is a rough show and and, and i realized and okay so i'm i'm okay you know people will argue you know that that these kinds of sort of morally gray or not not even gray in this area no, but like he's morally black heroes yeah. are more realistic and, and you know George R. R. Martin throws this around oh, the guy that wrote the Game of Thrones yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah he's because a- there's you know there's you know rape and murder and you know kids are getting slaughtered and all sorts of things like well it's realistic and like But it serves, it's not just realistic, it also serves a narrative function. Yeah, for for the most part. There are some things I'm like, "Eh, why did you do that? He definitely writes to excess. I do think he does, I do think he he does, for the most part, a good Mm -hmm. job of having the stuff he writes serve a narrative purpose, which is why I enjoy the books. Right. Because he he tends not to waste space. Mm -hmm. Although there's definitely excess. Sexess. 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 Um, the, the, no, I, I, I'm with you there. But, but, where, but where so here's like, the thing about that is I get the grit and the darkness in real life. Right. 
You kind of so, do escape that. Yeah, a bit. and and I'm not yeah. saying I I do fiction for pure escapism, but I want stories that will reflect the ultimate reality, as I understand it, of good ultimately triumphing. Right. So when I read this, I don't see that. I'm like, good. This is this is just bleak up until the end. Yeah. And if there's no point where it's like, yeah, maybe it was a you know hard fought, maybe we lost things along the way, but ultimately good's going to triumph, then I'm not interested because I don't think that reflects ultimate reality. And I think those get a lot of attention because that's not the, the aim of most any story ever. I think but, the culture but, has also shifted a lot towards nihilism. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's you're right, fair. which is which is it, it is sad, and, and and you're and I much more. This is why movies like The Shawshank Redemption are, are of such high esteem because. Everybody can watch that show and be like, oh my gosh. Like, by the end, you're like, this is incredible. Like, thank you, finally. And it was such a hard, painful movie. And then at the end, it's why it's called The Redemption, Shawshank. Because you're, you're just like, oh, yeah, it's all that's, made yeah, right. It's I, like, that, that's, I love it is Shawshank this because circle and it is so this good. kind of, like, really intense, hard-to-watch, painful-to-watch movie. Because you're, you're empathizing with him so much. But then at the very end, there's that moment and he... He gets it's out. A, it's like justice like, for everything. Oh, I'm sorry. Spoiler for a decade, you know, twenty plus year old movie. Um, Have you seen it, Ashley? Uh, what Shawshank? Yeah. No, I haven't. <gasps> sorry. If it's really good, please don't it's, spoil. It's super, it, super it, good. It's like okay. and, uh, Morgan Freeman is fantastic. At all. It's one of it's one of my dad. My dad doesn't like gritty stuff. He loves Shawshank. Shawshank. Okay. Um, it's Freeman. incredible, yeah. It is. It is. It is an amazing movie, and and I love how they, they you know, Morgan Freeman's narration over it yeah. is like it's like light touches of his narration. I also just like like male on male friendship. That's just for yeah. the sake of being male on male. Yeah, right. movies, it movies right. serve the purpose of being like he was my wingman to get this girl, and you're the best. It was like yeah. the whole per- like the main character doesn't have a love interest. Like he's he is just best friends with this guy yeah. and like and yeah. it's not like they just started as best friends like you get to witness their development as best friends and why yeah. they like each other and why they yeah. and like and that's all okay and I'm like yeah. thank you bromance is cool yeah, like, yeah. I love yeah. seeing no, yeah. I, I, yeah. I really I really enjoy things like that well and, and I, I love that you know with stories with women too yeah. like yeah. we don't see stories enough that focuses just strictly on friendship, friendship for the sake of friendship yeah. and ha- yeah. there are no sexual overtones with mm-hmm. any of it you know, no. yep. especially today's day and age, it's almost it's it's harder just because right. It's like, because as soon every, as that every, every, even, everything is sexual. Yeah, yeah I was about to say because even and it's it like, used to be right. You can't have um, heterosexual friendships, right? Because that always ends up romantic, and now you can't even have right same sex friendships. It's like as soon as that there's always gets everything too gets close romantic and gets comes. really really good. They're like, all right, now they can be together. Well, and it's like, because uh, it's because the culture interprets it through the lens of you can't get this close to someone without getting romantic. It's the same reason they would look at David and Jonathan and be like, well, they had to be lovers. Because right. no two men can get this close to each other. I'm like, yeah. well, you can't, obviously. Like, yeah. You've never had a close enough friend like that. Right, right. Yeah. Which no, is sad. This, that, this, that's, this whole, uh, yeah, because with like, and like with women, it's a different thing. Like women are yeah. almost always shown in competition right. with each other. And right. it's almost always for like a dude. Yeah. Um, and, right. and so uh, when uh, Amy Poehler was, was working on Parks and Rec, she's like, Leslie and Anne are friends. And they are friends first, and they are not in competition with each other. They never competed over they, that, which no. is what their, their friendship was so great. Right. <laughs> well, and and, and uh, because you so rarely see women truly supporting other women yeah. and caring for each yeah. other selflessly, and it's completely just pure love and pure friendship. Yeah. And I, that, ah, yeah. so much yeah. that I love about Parks yeah. and Rec. But th- that in particular is one of the things I love the most. And and for guys as well, it's like you, you, you're yeah. bros. But right. you're never that close. Right. Um, and I think Parks and Rec did a, a pretty good job of this with 
uh, um, you know, not not to the same extent, mm-hmm. but you know, like Chris and Ben are all you know super amicable with right. all the other guys. Right. But yeah, I, mean, I, so, I would say, but, that but, she, but their friendship too is, is yeah, their is friendship very special. too. Because yeah. I have friends like great. that. You're all fired. Yeah. <laughs> Shawshank is up there amongst okay. those. All right. like, there's even a line. Lots, where lots of rabbit trails in this episode, guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. getting good okay. recommendations. Okay. Scrubs, okay. Shawshank. There's a line by, by Morgan Freeman where he's going through all these things at the end. It's like, it's this long drawn out thought. By the end, he's like, but honestly, I think I just missed my friend. And it was just like, oh, oh, like it's so good. And he's just like this grown man. And Andy Dufresne is a grown man, like mm-hmm. the main character. And like, it's just like they're just pals, and like that's just a super cool concept. No, that, yeah. that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you that I just like one hundred percent of the time that's going to be a more enjoyable movie than a movie like. Have you guys ever seen Gone Girl? Because don't. Uh, no, I've been told uh, that I no. specifically should hey, not watch hey, Gone Girl. Spoil it for me. Okay. Are you okay with this, Ashley? I I, I am just yes. only because I'm 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 not going to watch it yeah. because yeah. Ryan watched so, it and he's like, you will have a hard time watching it. Don't yeah. watch it. So. All right, so if you care to see Gone Girl, stop listening right now. Spoiler. All right, so this guy's wife is kind of sick of, like, like he's just kind of like a dud now. Like, he doesn't give her much affection. So she goes off the deep end and stages her own murder. Right, I knew that. Framing him. Right, I knew that. Okay. Runs away. Okay. And then he knows this is happening because he knows his wife, but everybody else thinks that he he killed he her. Killed it, right? And so he talks to his lawyer and he's like, okay, if you know, we need to do some publicity and get her to come out of the woodworks. And so he starts acting like he really misses her and he loves her. And he's like, oh my gosh, I'm so broken up that like, she left. And so she starts seeing all this and then comes back to life by framing another dude, murdering that innocent guy, and then coming back to, to the husband. And he's like terrified now. And... She's like, oh, by the way, if you uh, ever say anything, like, I've got all these things to frame you. And that's the end of the movie. It is. It's it's like. Get out of toxic relationships, guys, before that happens. Literally Ben Affleck's face at the end of the movie. You're just like. Why did you say that name? (laughs) And and like, she's renowned as like, as this like super powerful. And and he's just like, he knows everything, but he can't say anything. And he's just sitting there like frozen. Like, and she's just like, hey, babe. And he's like. Uh, it's just like, oh my gosh! Like, please tell me there's an end where she gets hit by a train. Just come on, because like the guy she murders is like the really nice guy that was caring for it. Like, oh man, like it was horrible. Like, and that guy was played by um, by Neil Patrick Harris, yes, right? Yeah. Okay, yep. I didn't know that much. She murders Neil Patrick Harris. 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 Did him dirty. Poor he's like, he, he's like, I'll always loved her. So she comes Poor in. Dr. She's like, horrible. hey, like he beat me up, and like I'm coming to you. And he's like, oh my gosh, like I would do anything for you. And then she like frames herself as if she's been raped by like abusing herself in certain really awkward ways and then slashes his throat and then like oh it's just it's just it's so painful to watch like she's like the most disdained character I've ever seen in a movie which I guess if it has any salvaging thing it's like ah she's the most probably the character I've hated the most in movies maybe but anyways mo- yeah movies and TV shows like that I cannot do like I, I, I just wish I could have taken those two hours back and been like I've never seen that in <laughs> and watched the Barney movie instead <laughs> something up more uplifting <laughs> but we've been on here for a long time. Yeah, right. yeah. So you got one more show to talk about, okay. and I've got like one more. Okay. Let's say the other show on my list you actually referenced earlier, uh, and that's Arrested Development. The simple reason I just I could not get into Arrested Development is again the main reason I watch 
film and television is because I want to be able to relate to the story or relate to the characters in some way. And everyone is so terrible. Yeah. Like all of like if I knew any of these people in real life, I would want to punch all of them. Except Every, for George Michael. Except He's for George cool. Michael and Jason Bateman's character. It, Everybody he, else, he, in you're getting a punch seasons, in the face. <laughs> even Jason Bateman, like the first season, he's he's, and then the the later seasons, he's just as bad as the rest of us. Really? Oh, yeah. See, I don't, I don't even think I finished the first season, and and it's too bad because I know some of the humor in there is really really good. Yeah. And I really like the guy who plays the the youngest son, Junior. Is it? Junior? Yeah. Um. Um. Joe. Jo- no. Hook hand. Not or? not not uh, not, um, not 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 David Will Cross. Not Will Arnett. David Cross. Not David Cross. It's it's uh, Junior Bluth. Isn't that David Cross? No 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 no. It's um, first it, name starts with. I keep wanting to say Tony Shalhoub, but it's not Tony Shalhoub. No, isn't it's Will Arnett? It's David Cross, and and it's Michael Bateman. There's only three of them, right? No no no. There's another one. Is there? Yes. Uh, I hold, watched all hold, four seasons. Hold, I don't remember that. Please. You actually watched all of them. Yeah, I again. I said I struggled through it because the humor is really funny. Tony Hale, Buster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tony Hale, he's hysterical. Yeah, yeah. I I really like Tony Hale. I think Tony Hale is hilarious. But I I just all of the characters because they're all such terrible people mm-hmm. just annoyed me to no end. As like I can't even think the humor in this is funny because all of these people are grating on my nerves so yep. badly. Yep. So I I mean. It's unfortunate because I know there's a lot of really good lines and everybody yep. always quotes, here's some money, go see a Star War. Um, Where did the lighter fluid come from? <laughs> That's something I say when people when we're, people are trying to, we're trying to get something accomplished and it messes right. up like, where did the lighter fluid come from? Well, and then the, the, other, the other line, because one of my friends really, really dug Arrested Development um, back in the day when it was originally on the air. And so I remember a, a line that she had up on her instant messenger away message. <laughs> Boy, was, that's a throwback. <clears throat> you can't be friends with a squirrel. A squirrel is just a rat with a cuter outfit. And I was like, oh, that's really funny. On some level, I would like to go watch it, but uh, I just, I could not it's, get over how it's really hard. frustrating and aggravating yeah. all of yep. those characters were. Yeah, I don't blame you. I, I barely got through it. And I can't, I can't bring myself to watch. I, I, I probably won't ever rewatch it. Yeah. Yeah. I just find them, I find all the characters intensely dislikable. I think, so I think you can get through Community. Okay. Because the characters aren't dislikable. Right. I say, that's the thing, I don't dislike anybody on Community yeah. except for maybe Piers, that's Chevy Chase's character. He's supposed to. Yeah. Yes, uh, because he's just a terrible human. Yes. Um, yeah, with Arrested Development, I just found everyone just to be straight up awful. Yep, they're awful characters, yeah. and, and that's kind of why I, I don't I, like the show. And I understand that they are supposed to be awful to the point of absurdity. Yeah. And as somebody who loves absurdist humor, even I couldn't find it that absurd. It's just like, no, you people are awful, awful humans. Please stop. Yep. Um, yeah. So that, that was mine. I don't know if you have opinions on Arrested Development, Greg. I've never watched Arrested Development. Oh, okay. Well, um, we, eh. we're just going to say that. We're not going to recommend yeah, it. Yeah, don't bother. Okay. All right, so I've got two more, which will be brief. Okay. So one was Dexter. Oh, Ryan really um, loved Dexter. And I did too. I, and, and but um, I, I, I've been told people are up and down on the ending. I never got to the ending because it okay. peaked. It, it definitely peaked. It had a really, really strong season mm-hmm. with some really finality stuff going on, and I thought they were just going to end it there. And then they had another season, mm-hmm. and the and you know it wasn't terrible, but I was like, it's kind of just the same old, same old. And so I stopped watching it, and then one of my friends was like, what do you think about the ending? Like, I stopped watching that show like two seasons ago. Don't start watching it again. Told me about the ending. He hated it. Mm-hmm. And told me what happened. And I was like, yeah, I probably would hate that too. Okay. Um, which I'm not going to spoil, and I, I'm not going to use in the bad endings episode, because I haven't seen it. Um, but you actually reminded me, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Okay. 
I thought the first three seasons were excellent, especially the third season. I, I, I really like Ellie Kemper a lot. She's just really and, funny. Um, um, the guy who plays Titus. Oh, um, uh, yes. I know who you're talking about, and I'm blanking on the actor. I think his name is Titus Burgess. I think his I, name is I Titus. I think that's right. I'm, I'm, I'm he is... To the internet. He is an absolute gem. He's so funny. And then um, she's, she's in Princess Bride, and she plays Lillian. Carol Kane. Carol Kane, yeah. Uh, Titus Burgess is correct. Yes, Titus Burgess. And Titus Burgess and Carol Kane are all so, so funny. And um, the girl who's in 30 Rock... Jane Krasowski. Yeah, Jane Krasowski. She's or great. Krakowski, sorry. Krakowski. Jane Krakowski is great. Um, and her character has some really, really good development, too. Mm-hmm. It's just really funny. The second season, I didn't like as much. I thought it was still very funny. But the third season is hysterically funny. Especially when Titus lemonades. And so he's doing like all these Beyonce parody music videos. Nice. That are just beyond hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth season rolls around. And I watched the first episode, and they released it in halves, which is weird, but I watched the first episode, and I'm like, oh, that episode was okay. Maybe it'll pick up. Oh, that episode was okay. Maybe it'll And the, the fourth season just wasn't funny. And I can't quite, I can't put my finger exactly on what happened. But there was just a lot of sexual assault jokes, oh. and just... See, I, I, is that I, ever I, fun? Yeah. No, I, was I, like, I just can't find that funny. I was sorry. like, and, and a lot of just sex jokes, which... The show had always had, you know, right. some some sex humor, but not a lot. And this was just like every other joke. And I was like, Tina, you're better than this. And I yeah. know you're better than this because I watched all of 30 Rock. And that, 30 Rock had a I lot of to, sex stuff. That's, but that's when I need to go back and try. 30 Rock also had a lot of amazing humor. So I know you're a better writer than this. This is another problem I had with um, Sisters. It was like her and Amy Poehler. Uh, that, that's one on my list because I love both of them. I've never watched Which it. Which I would still watch it. It's, it's still very funny. But again, it leans so much on the sex humor, and it's like because we had to make an R-rated movie, so of course an R-rated comedy has to have has to be all about you mm-hmm. know nasty sex things. Like that's not really funny. It's not funny when you actually think about it. It's just mm-hmm. nasty, and it's like haha, that was nasty. Like the rock, uh, not the rock. Uh, John Cena is in it, and he's hysterical. Mm-hmm. But I, I did, I did really like that movie for a, you know, a lot of parts of that movie. But yeah, Kimmy Schmidt, I, I, I still haven't finished it, and I literally only had like. Six episodes left, and I'm not going to go back and finish it because Naomi, who did finish it, was like, "Yeah, it wasn't great." Oh, Which I was so disappointed because it was so fun. Right, right, right. Because I've I've only seen a handful of the episodes, and I and the ones that I saw were really funny. And I also routinely say, "What the ham sandwich," um, because I find that amusing. But and David Diggs is in season three. Is he really? And he's awesome. He's, he's so funny. He's just wonderful. He is. He really is. Okay. And he and on the show he pretends he can't rap. Oh, <laughs> he, he he manages to act like he's not good at rapping, and oh. it's really good. That's that's very impressive because he's yes. excellent. At yes, rapping. he's excellent at that. So he, which which just tells you he's a very good actor. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so those were my last two last two shows because there are there are a couple shows. Again, when we get to the endings, there are a lot of shows I watched that I was just so on board, right. and then it, we just crashed into a wall. <laughs> I I have pretty severe acute onset completionist tendencies yeah, so yeah. there are very few shows that I haven't finished even if I didn't really like them but yeah the the four that I, I've mentioned here those are pretty much it like ones that I mean again New Girl and Community I'm willing to give another try yeah yeah Arrow not sure Arrested Development probably not yeah and there are a bunch of shows that I just never finished for mm-hmm. whatever reason like I was watching it at a time and then something happened and I just didn't come back to it. Right. And I don't count those because if I remember those and I'm like, well, I should go finish that show. There are a couple of those where I've been like, oh, you know what? I never watched the last two seasons of that. Let me go do that. Yeah. So, but these were shows I actively stopped watching. Right. Where I was like, I, I just, 
I just can't. I just can't do this anymore. Why are we still here? Mm-hmm. Justice offer. I should put that on the soundboard. Me! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so those are... Any any final thoughts, Greg? Yeah, I feel like I, I, all the Fringe the fringe episodes we're going to... Fringe make, is good. All the, the Fringe... I meant like... like <laughs> episodes. Not, I know what you meant. I was making a joke. Because that's one I haven't finished. Also. Every time we're like, really like oh, movies that we've done this too. Let's save that for another episode. Oh, ones where we didn't like the finale. Let's save that. Like all those I would have probably had a lot more to say. Right. <laughs> that's like, that's oh, fair. Let me get into those. Like, so this one was just a little obscure for me well, just are, because... Are, you, mentioned like, pirates, like you mentioned Pirates. Like, are there movie series where you were oh, just like... a lot. Dude, so, just yeah. just name, name a couple off. Oh, okay. So, the Jurassic Park series, uh, the Pirates series, the Transformer series, yeah, uh, the Terminator series, uh, the Bourne series. I mean, I, I don't want to spoil all of them. I thought the... I've the actually seen all the Terminators. Yeah. The no, wait. So, so, okay, so you said different how, things. How many so Bournes were there? There was Bourne okay. Identity yes, and Bourne Supremacy. Supremacy. Bourne Ultimatum. Okay, so the first two were really good. I mean, the first three were collectively like a I, I solid little Legacy. trilogy. It, it might have tapered down, but honestly, they were all three pretty solid. Then they made one with Jeremy Renner. Renner? Renner. Oh, that was really bad. And then they reboot, like, they, they kind of, they brought back Matt Damon to do another one just called Jason Bourne, and that was really bad, too. Okay. And, like, I mean, like, one of the only movies I've ever fallen asleep in. In the theater. Oh, really? I've oh, never oh done in a theater. Okay. I okay. No, I've, I've, I've done that now, before. But... I will say, I do blame Bourne Identity for the rise of Shaky Cam. Oh, dude. It was. So you think it was that, bad in Bourne did Identity? That predate, wait, wait to use um, It did, but um, Bourne Identity and Bourne Supremacy were kind of the first really big movies that had. A, oh, I was thinking Blair, about Blair Witch. Yeah, Blair Witch did, but, but that not was in terms like, of an for the action sequence. Of... Okay, got it. Um, so it was really the first movie where it was like, hey, we can make action scenes look more intense by doing this with the camera! Let's well, like not get like like carried away. Yeah. We can say this for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> and then Marvel was like, ooh, I got an even better idea. We can just cut every half second so nobody knows if a kick connects. And and, and then uh, and s- s- some, somewhere out there, Jackie Chan is crying. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie Chan is truly weeping. I work so hard. <laughs> I work so hard. He's such a sweet. Yeah, don't do you I love Jackie. Really anyway, yeah, we can have Jackie Chan. Yeah. Episode. Oh, we're definitely gonna talk about Jackie Chan. Uh, we still have uh, six more movies in the Jackie Chan uh, thing to watch. Ooh. <laughs> uh, some morning breakfast cigars. We'll we'll do some Jackie Chan. Heck yeah! Y'all need to invite me to breakfast cigars so yeah. I can watch Jackie Chan. Uh, because... Friday at like nine thirty ten. Maybe, maybe don't give her an exact time because we're never exact. So we'll I, let I know. you know as we do. We'll yeah. text you when we're okay. we gotta do the food delivery. More likely, you'll you. show up and we won't. Okay. Then we'll be like, oh yeah. So wow, we talked a lot about how much we it, it seems like when we're talking about stuff we're angry about we seem to talk more um, I, everybody I likes a bit but, sorry um, that's the second time I've used the B word <laughs> I'm kind of like <laughs> kind of like Leslie Nope in that Here. respect <laughs> anyway so Santa Clarita Diet Timothy Oliphant I don't want to spoil anything but basically he's freaking out mm-hmm. and he's just swearing a lot and Drew Barrymore is like you've been really swearing today yeah I've noticed that too <laughs> it's um is it Drew Barrymore? It's, it's not Drew Barrymore. No, it's Drew Barrymore. It is Drew Barrymore. Yeah, it's Drew Barrymore. I, got, I was getting her and Dakota totally. Fanning mixed up. They, they are uh, in different is... generations. I realize that. I realize that. But the like the names are both start with D, so I got confused. I I, I switch name. It's it's genetic, mm-hmm. but I switch names really easily. But yeah, so we'd love to hear from you guys. Let us know. Were there shows that you were just like, I can't. And punch the hole in your TV. Let us know. And and give us the reason why. You know, briefly, obviously, pot calling the kettle black. Briefly <laughs> tell us, what was it about the show that you just was like, that's so stupid or that's so dumb or, you know, and I, you know, that, what made you give up on a show? 
Um, we'd love to love to hear from you. Send us an email, dearlydebated at gmail.com. Hit us up with a tweet at dearlydebated. Yeah, we will love we'd love to hear some listener response. We haven't had many, so if you if you give us your responses, I will read them on air. Nathaniel, do we have a Facebook group? Oh, you're right. We now have a Facebook group. Facebook.com slash group slash dearly debated. You can join that. Yeah, join that group. Yeah, you can put a question in there. I am checking that. I am checking the... This is the only problem with the Facebook groups is now I'm on Facebook again, which I'm not happy about. But anyways, that's where you can find us. Ashley, where can people find you? All right. A few different ways you can connect with me. You can visit my blog, nerdyblogging.wordpress.com. You can follow me on Facebook at facebook.com slash thenerdyblogger. You can tweet me at thenerdyblogger. You can also read my work on fangirlish.com. I have a uh, weekly column called Way Back Wednesday where I review one retro film a week. No, I have not watched Demolition I Man. I didn't say it because I know you have It's not, I it's not streaming eye. right now. Um, I'm also now a regular contributor to the Pop Culture Retro-Rama because I like slightly old things. So go to popcultureretrorama.com. Um, I have contributed to the podcasts. Uh, there's a few different podcasts that come out of that site, but I've also started um, a series on the blog where I'm reviewing the 1995 run of Marvel's Gargoyles series. It's an 11-issue run uh, spun off from the uh, Gargoyles animated TV series, which is my favorite animated cartoon ever. And you can find me on Facebook at Chapter1Films. You can email me greg at Chapter1Films.biz My website is also Chapter1Films.biz That is O-N-E for all of these ones. It's not the number. Um, Yeah, I'm also on Instagram. I don't use it that much, so don't look for me on there. But yeah, those three things. You can find me at Holy Golem on Twitter. Um, you can check out Greg and my YouTube channel, cooking channel, The Kitchen Chemist, or Kitchen Chemist, one of those two. Uh, we're the one with more than two subscribers. You can also, we also have a Facebook group for that, facebook.com slash groups slash Kitchen Chemist, which has like 250 members. Yeah. Um, so you want to head on over there if you want cooking tips. I am actually a uh, little flex, but I'm really good at cooking. So uh, if you have questions about that, you know, come on and ask me. I do, I do more than one thing. I do more than just complain about um, the sequel trilogy. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, it's the first episode we've done where that's not happened. So, um, I, you know, I think I intimated it, uh, but but the JJ ones. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm dissatisfied with Rise of Skywalker. So, I'm dissatisfied with the whole thing. I know you are. As, I'm, I'm 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 more dissatisfied with the trilogy <laughs> okay, as a whole okay. than I am with the. All right, we almost had an episode um, where we did but not yeah, bitch about so, the sequel. So hit us up with anything that made you say. You thunder against me. Until next time. Bye. Loathing, unadulterated loathing for your face, your voice, your clothing. Let's just say I loathe it all. Every little trait, however small, makes my very flesh begin to crawl with simple utter loathing. There's a strange exhilaration. Lucky Land 
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.